We love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If you're craving that perfect touch of creaminess in your coffee, look no further than Coffee Toppers Cold Foam with five irresistible flavors like Very Vanilla, Melty Mocha, and Marshmallow. You can elevate your coffee experience by adding a deliciously foamy layer to your favorite brew, hot or cold. Each can tops up to 20 cups of coffee. That's great value. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com, find it at your closest retail location, or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's coffeetoppersfoam.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra and on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure VentureMission.org. Our company just did this company-wide test. The code, the code of, of conduct. The code of conduct. <laughs> oh, my God. This course will help you learn the best practices you must follow to do your job with honesty and integrity. Hold on, I'm going to put my hand on my pants and listen. And to avoid improper behavior. Oh, yeah. You're making me rant hot. Oh, I'm so happy. All members of our team are valued and respected. I'm a professional, and I want to be taken seriously. A professional what? Jackass. We maintain a positive work environment. If you don't answer, you will be fired. Okay. Free from harassing behavior. Put your hand down Greg T's pants. Harassment includes verbal harassment. You're a douche. Yeah, bitch. Derogatory comments. I can see your camel toes. Slurs. Idiot. Sexual harassment. I gotta see them blouse puppies. Physical harassment. I'm gonna throw a chair. <laughs> Our company's success depends upon all of us living by those principles every day. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.
love it when you call me Big Papa. I really do. There was a time I didn't like that title. Now I cherish it. You can call me Big Papa all you want. Hi, Froggy. Good morning, Elvis. Big Papa. Yeah, Big Papa. Hi, Danielle. Good morning. Good morning. Big Papa. Big Papa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Scary. Hi, Elvis. Hello. Hi. He wants you to call him Big Papa, yeah. Scary. He doesn't listen to the show. He's, he's Good morning, Bethany. How are you? Big Papa. Hi, thanks. Hey, uh, let's move on. Big Papa's ready for the show. It's Big Papa in the morning show. I love it. Hey, why not? Thank you. Well, anyway, let's get going. We do have stuff to do today. We have uh, music to play, contests for you to win. I'm sure we'll spin a wheel oh, gosh. at some point. Should we spin the wheel? Yeah, how come cool. all How come all radio shows spin some sort of wheel? Because it's classic and easy. You don't have to think. No. Classic and easy. You just described most of my friends. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, welcome to the day. Let's go around the room. We'll start with you, Froggy, in beautiful South Florida. What's going on in your mind? Elvis, I don't know if it's that I'm immature or yes. if yes. it's the name yeah. of the okay, disease. We choose A. Okay. A friend of mine, their child has Coxsackie virus. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't get the Coxsackie virus in and not expect me to make Coxsackie jokes. <laughs> Parents didn't find it funny, but I did. Well, Coxsackie can get very serious, you yeah, know. Yeah, especially if you're, if you're younger. But, Elvis, have you ever had Coxsackie disease or no? <laughs> yeah. It's a, life, yeah. It's, it's a lifelong struggle. Exactly. Hey, uh, Danielle, how are you today? Good. So, uh, yesterday I visited my shoes in my closet, mm-hmm. which is something I like to do. Sometimes, you know, when you need a little pick-me-up, there's something you like to do. And I encourage you to find that thing. You visit your shoes? I go in the closet and I go, hi, guys, how are you? Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, it's so nice to see you again. And I have a little conversation you with know, them. The trouble, begins, the trouble begins when they talk back. <laughs> exactly. They haven't talked back yet, so so far I'm good. Let us know when they do. <laughs> I, maybe, I don't think I will let you know All right. they do. Hey, uh, Bethany, how about you today? What's up? Uh, I am so happy for a friend of ours, Mustafa. So we talk about Mustafa. He's the coffee cart guy downstairs. We love like, him. The happiest man. He does his job with total joy. He's on vacation right now, yeah. and I am so excited for him. And so even though it throws off the morning a little bit, I am really, really excited. It's nice when, like, the person in your life who you know works so hard finally takes a break for themselves. So if there's somebody that you work with who you know works so hard, force them to take a break. Elvis, Very good advice. We'd like you to take. A break. You need a break. I'll happily take one. But you know what? What you're saying though is kind of cool. I want. I want you to think about it. Being happy for someone else. Is very difficult for some people to do. Some oh, yeah. people can't be happy for other people, and I don't know. I don't know if it's because they're too busy trying to figure themselves out or whatever. It's a journey they're on, but actually, practicing the art of being happy for other people mm. is a wonderful gift yeah. you can give yourself and other people. It's, it's truly a, a great thing. Yeah. And uh, but I've been saying good morning to him every morning as I walk by. I guess that's not him. I'm saying that's good morning to. That's the guy who used to be there. Who's actually very. He's very sweet. Oh, as well. he looked yeah. familiar. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I say good morning, Mustafa, every morning I walk by. But it, it, never mind. <laughs> he's back Monday. I'm gonna look closer. Don't know my voice. Well, hello, Emily. We know your voice. Hi. We Hi. We, we recognize you. Uh, I am so excited because I heard that Bill Nye's going to be on today. Bill Nye, the science guy. He's the most brilliant man we know. I know. I'm such a science nerd. Talk about it. Why do you find yourself a science nerd? And what is it about the the, uh, practice of sciencing that turns you on? 
Well, I just feel like it explains everything that happens all over the world, um, you know, from the rocks on the ground to the air we breathe. Uh, and I just love that he explains it all in, like, a really easy, convenient way. I've been watching him since middle school. He makes it easy to figure out, doesn't yeah. he? I love that. Yeah. My I kids mean, tried to stay home from school today and come in with me. They go, you can let us cut today. Bill Nye's on the show. He is an interesting guy. I'm I don't so blame crazy. him. Yeah. You know what? They probably would have learned more here today than they would at school. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Well, Emily, I'm with you. We're all a bunch of science geeks, and we cannot wait until Bill Nye, the science guy, ar- arrives. And uh, I'll tell him you said hi, okay? Thanks. And you are the first caller of the day. I'm going to send you an Elvis Duran shirt. It's on the way. Thank you. All right. Hold on one second. Yeah, let's think about the science of how a shirt gets from point A to point B. <laughs> oh, science! 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 All right, let's get into your horoscopes. You're up first, Danielle. All right, Kate Hudson, James Franco, happy birthday. Capricorn, put your struggles behind you and go out with your friends. There's nothing wrong with taking time for some fun. Your day is an eight. Uh, Aquarius, don't suppress your feelings. It's important to talk about any issues you're having. Your day is a seven. Pisces, stimulate your mind. Crack open a new book. It's fun to let your imagination run wild. Your day's a ten. Aries, a tough choice is headed your way. Be logical and practical when making your decision. It's easier than it seems. Your day is an eight. Taurus, family problems may have you feeling hopeless. Make sure to communicate. Stand your ground. Your day's a nine. Gemini, don't beat around the bush. There's no need to make excuses or overdo your story. The facts will speak for themselves. Your day is an eight. Cancer, things couldn't get any better. Trust the process. There are only positive things ahead. Your day's an eight. Leo, don't apologize for a problem you have nothing to do with. Politely explain your side and move forward. Your day is a nine. Virgo, take a moment for some self-reflection, taking time to acknowledge how far you've come is very important. Your day is a 10. Libra, share what's on your mind. Letting yourself become vulnerable will benefit you in the long run. Your day is a 9. Scorpio, taking the easy way out is never an option. Vow to always put your best foot forward. Your day is a 9. And Sagittarius, don't allow your emotions to be blown out of proportion. Stay true to your opinions. Your day is a 10, and those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. Alright, so you had a 10 there, and someone else had a 10. How many 10s? I think we had two 10s today. Uh, Taurus had a 10. No, not Taurus. Pisces has a 10. Pisces has a 10. Fantastic. And Virgo has a 10. All right. You guys just take it easy today. You don't have to work as hard as those of us who have a... (laughs) What what does Leo have? Uh, Leo... A a 9. Yeah, yeah, 9. Got to work a little harder. I know. It's not a 10. But I'll work on it. Let's get into it. Your headlines. Bethany, what's going on? Okay. Pennsylvania State Police have confirmed that suspected Facebook killer Steve Stevens died of a self-inflicted wound from a handgun. Uh, Stevens, of course, killed Robert Godwin Sr. in Cleveland, Ohio on Easter Sunday, posted the video on Facebook. Police said Stevens' car was stopped by a pit maneuver, so Stevens shot himself instead of getting caught because he is a coward. That's my opinion. Uh, Let's talk about the latest PR mistake. Adidas is apologizing today after sending out an email to Boston Marathon runners that read, quote, congrats, you survived the Boston Marathon. (gasps) In a statement to Time Magazine, a spokesperson for Adidas wrote, quote, we are incredibly sorry. Clearly, there was no thought given to the insensitive email subject line we sent on Tuesday. In their F8 conference, Facebook revealed their new VR experience called What's that? Spaces. Yeah. You wear VR goggles and your avatar can meet up with your friends. You can explore different worlds, etc. A lot of people online noticed it looks a lot like Second Life, The Sims, and Bitmoji kind of all rolled into one, but your mom is also there. Because okay. it's Facebook. This is your hourly reminder to take a deep breath. Thank you. Now, <sighs> when you read that every hour, do yeah. you do you actually breathe yourself? Yeah, I try to, but sometimes I don't because I am a giant hypocrite. And no, I don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> it's good for you, too. And the people who make Pringles have revealed there is a correct way to eat Pringles. Now, talk to me about this because we were having an argument about this, okay. believe it or not. So the thing is... 
there really is only one side of the chip that's flavored. So even though they're all stacked and the flavor may rub off on the other side, it's not even. So there's one official flavored side. So you're supposed to eat the Pringle with the convex side facing up, meaning when you're eating it, the center should be high and the tips should be down. So the flavor's on the top of the chip. I think that it's on the so bottom. So that's how it hits your taste buds, yes. I guess. It hits your taste yeah. buds on, on the, the bottom. bottom. All right. So I've been eating Pringles wrong all these years. I mean, I guess. You know what? Never too late to eat Pringles properly. <laughs> I still eat them like duck lips. Put one on the top, one on the bottom, and then I go quack. I want to see pictures of that. <laughs> Welcome to Wednesday. This show is so I love it. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Okay, so what's thin and crispy and sounds as good as it tastes? The newest chip from Ritz, Ritz Crisp and Thins. They're amazing. If you like potato chips, you'll love these. They're oven-baked, not fried. Perfect for hanging out with your friends. Ritz Crisp and Thins. You have got to try them. Phone tap replay. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Danielle, it's your phone tap. What's it about? All right, well, Carol wanted us to phone tap her husband. She says he's been working on his patience lately, but he really hates telemarketers. So she said this will be a perfect combination. So, so is this I... your version of uh, <laughs> Michael Oppenheimer? Michael Oppenheimer? <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, let's see what Danielle can do on her phone tab. Here we go. Hello. Hey, it's Lisa Schlitz with the Egg Extractor. Uh, I'm sorry. The Egg Extractor just tap, plays, and press makes so many dishes extraordinary. All right. Uh, why are you calling? Do but, you do the um, cooking? Do you do the cooking in your house, sir? I I do some of the cooking in the house. Yeah. Well, the egg extractor is going to make your life so much easier. I don't, I don't need an egg extractor. The magic of the patented egg extractor is pure science, sir. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not interested. Have a nice day. Hello? Hi, it's Lisa again from the egg extractor. Listen, Lisa, I don't want an egg extractor. Inside the egg extractor, pressure forces air from the air cell. I don't cell, care. But the I egg don't. pops out perfectly deshelled. I can take my own egg out of the shell. Okay, thank you. Seven ninety five and free shipping. You're I'll throw done. in a bonus. I don't want an extractor. If you say thank yes you. now, I'll give you two extractors. I'm not going to say yes now or ever. I don't want an extractor. All right. But Please sir, stop calling. it will make I'm your on... life so much easier. You know it'd be easier. I'm on the no call list. Do not call me. At the okay? tip of every thank egg, you. there is a small chamber of air called the air cell. Did you know that? There's going to be another problem here on the phone if you don't hang up and stop calling. Well, if you just give me your credit card, I'll charge you the amount. You're not getting a damn thing from me. Would you you like to use Visa or MasterCard, sir? Stop it. You're done. We accept PayPal and Venmo as well. I accept you hanging up the phone and not calling this house again because the next call will be to the Better Business Bureau. You understand? Son of a bitch, you're done. If you buy the extractor today, I'll throw in the easy egg witch. But don't give a about your stupid product. The Seriously. extractor makes your life so much easier. Peel eggs in an oh. instant. Oh, does it make my life so much easier? And I'll take two 40. Easy egg no, witches. I'll take 40, and I'll extract part of my brain, okay? Oh, and sir, you'll you take 40? Yeah, I'll take 40. I'm going to go online. I'm going to leave all the reviews. Tell them what a horrible bitch you are for calling people. Sir, the extractor will make your life easy peasy lemon squeezy. Let me just get your credit card. My phone. Yes? Take your easy extractor and shove it up your... That's 
not how it works, sir. It is how it works when I buy it. If you because just give if me I your get another card. phone call like this, we're going to have real problems. Carol, are you there? Hello? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Carol um, said that you would be at home and I could just call and mess with you. And oh you, hated, you hated when telemarketers called, so I decided to call you. <laughs> I was just you. I'm sorry, love. <laughs> no, you tell me what was. You love your eggs in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be making them from now on because I'm never going to touch an egg again. Have an idea for a phone tab? Go to elvisduran.com. Click on the phone tab tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tab was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tab only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, so if you do like I'm doing right now, pull up blueapron.com. You can check out this week's menu. Now, here's one of the things I love about Blue Apron. You know, every Wednesday, today is my box delivery day where yes. I get I get my meals from Blue Apron. Yeah, you love today. I know. I love box day yeah. from Blue Apron. Anyway, all the food is all measured out, so there's no waste. They tell me exactly what I need to do in those very, very cool instructions, the glossy instructions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm talking about, oh, Danielle. Oh, my gosh. The instructions make it so easy. And and since I do have control over the chopping and the, and the mix of the, the vegetables and yeah. the produce and stuff, for instance, seared uh, Taiwanese-style chicken. Has jasmine rice, mm, crispy shallots, mm. and cilantro. It's probably mm. easy to make, too. No, and cilantro. Can you ask for no cilantro? <laughs> well, no, cilantro comes in it, but it's in its, its own packet. Oh, yeah, you can throw that out. Do you know how many times I throw out ingredients? Don't tell my husband. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Shame on you. Never throw out ingredients. <laughs> but it still tastes delicious. I'm going to donate all my cilantro to a food bank. <laughs> They're so going to anyway, give it back to you. Anyway, so you have control in, in Europe making these incredible recipes that they come up with. It really is fantastic. Blue Apron under $10 or right around $10 a meal for you, the two of you or the four of you. doesn't matter. I want to pay for three meals and pay for your shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash Elvis. That's blueapron.com slash Elvis. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. I tell you what, I had the worst allergy day yesterday, and it, it's rolling into today. Where uh. I had a meeting with a, a, a friend yesterday, and as I was sitting there, my nose started to run, and there was not a napkin or Kleenex to be found. Uh. And so, you know, what do you do? You're like, uh, you're like, <laughs> and I don't want to sniff because I sound like a coke addict. Mm. So I, I started just like, like, you put the back of your hand up to your nose, like you hit your nose. Like, dab, dab, dab. Yeah, and, uh, and then you realize your skin is not absorbent. No. no. Did you so, see it flying yesterday? The pollen was flying. The pollen the was sky. everywhere. It was ridiculous. You get to your car and it's a different shade. Oh. Of, it's like yellow. Awful. All right, Great Tea has the Pringles. Yes, sir. Will you bring me a can? I certainly will, Elvis. I just want one. I'm trying May to... I ask why you brought one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten cans? Well, you, listen, you guys, knowing this show, I mean, you guys all like different kinds. You so... can't wear your headphones if you come over here. Correct. <laughs> You don't, just bring one. The I'm fact that you had to tell one. him that. Just throw me one. Wait, you're tethered. I that. would throw him a small can so you don't hit him in the head. Oh, I got the honey mustard Pringles. All right. Okay, there's, okay, okay. they are stacked in the can. This was not sealed. Is that okay to eat a no, no, can? I, 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 he opened okay. it for... Okay, so as you know, the Pringles are... You know, the, the middle is lowest and the... I'm trying to describe. Yeah, so when you open up the can, it's like a cereal bowl. The, it's shaped like a bowl where the... Very you know, point. It's low in the middle... And high on the side. Interesting. They only flavor the top side. They only flavor the side that is divoted in. Oh. So when you put it on your tongue, flip it over so that the middle is high right. and the ends are low. Yeah, I'm going to try my first one with my with the bottom on my tongue. All right. I, I don't taste honey mustard. 
All right, let me try the other one. If you rub the Pringle, you can feel the side that has the, the flavoring. Mm. Oh, the honey mustard is good. Yeah, you want some salt and vinegar? I don't like... Oh, my God. You chew like a horse. I'm doing it on purpose. Oh. I don't really care for salt and vinegar. I feel like I'm eating a douche. Mm. Is that bad? <laughs> um, Why would you want to eat scary? Oh, shoot. Mm. Oh my that's God. not nice, Foggy. Frog. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? Oh, that's the winner, the honey mustard. I never mm. had honey mustard before. Oh, yeah, I got honey mustard. That's cool. I think you guys are underestimating the uh, cheddar cheese here. Oh. Well, bring it over. You oh. know what the, <laughs> wait, you know what this means? What? We should what? play Who's Chewing Those Chips. Scary to play Who's Chewing Those Chips. <laughs> By the way, what a clever, clever thing that the Pringles people did. <laughs> yeah. We, no, we're not trying to get you to buy Pringles. We just want to let you know that the flavor's on the top. And then yeah. what are we doing now? We're giving them like $100,000 in free advertising. Who, <laughs> who makes Pringles? Um, what company? But the science isn't right. Kellog- right? If Kellogg's. Oh, really? No. Wow. If all of the Pringles are stacked, the flavor's inevitably going to end up on the bottom of the chip above it. They say that it is an uneven distribution of flavor, however. I don't know about that. <laughs> who makes it? I see something with Kellogg's on the I back. I can't see Kellogg's, Kellogg's makes them. I have uh, more wow. flavor on my fingertips than I Can do I on the, the chip Where's now. that cheese one? That's right the cheese one. That one tries that cheese one. All right, one. it's now time to play. And here's barbecue. Who's... Oh, pass, oh turn it off. Pass me the barbecue. Oh, oh shoot! Right here, now I know barbecue. why he brought so many flavors. Is this flavors. barbecue right here? There you go, barbecue. Okay, let me taste one barbecue for Pringle. Yeah. How great are those? <laughs> That's mm. so good. That natural smoky flavor. Yeah. I know I'm eating some sort of carcinogen, I'm sure. You're know, all the sour cream and onion. All, all right, okay, there here we go. There is something about Pringles. It has its own, like, it, it, original smell, you that, know? That it's now time to play flavor. Who's Chewing Those Chips. Yeah. Ooh, the barbecue's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all, right, all so, good. Okay, so everyone grab a chip. Okay. I'm the host. I can't play. Okay, one 800 242 one of you is going to chew a chip out loud in front of the microphone, which is such an antiquated name for uh, a piece of equipment. Microphone. Break it down. It's a small phone. Okay. Another word I always find is funny if you think about it. Automatic. <laughs> it's just like a, it's an old-timey kind of like industrial age word. Yeah, it sounds like... It sounds like a made-up word for a future robot. Right. Like it's the automatic. Or if you're, what's refrigerator using? A frigidaire. <laughs> How antiquated does that sound? A frigidaire refrigerator. It's, I know. Okay, here we go. It's time for who's chewing those chips. You'll hear this. That's me, by the way. And you guess which one of our show members is chewing the chips. What's wrong? Oh, the, the salt and vinegar. I know. A lot of vinegar, not a lot of salt. I love salt and vinegar. Big fan. You and my husband. Then you can have them. Yeah. All right, everyone, we must have radio silence. Everyone put a chip in front of your chip hole. All right, I'm going to point to one of you, and uh, it's Elvis. No, I can't play. Danielle, Bethany, Greg T, Scary, Nate, and Froggy doesn't have any chips. All right, here we go. Who's chewing that chip? All right, you heard it. 1-800-242-0100. Number one in the ratings, by the way. Did you see the memo yesterday? <laughs> yes, I did see the memo. I just figured out why. This is how we win. This is how we got number one. Two, who's chewing those chips? We should test this in our yeah. in our research. Have we tested this game? Yeah. Gangbusters. Yeah. Not misophonia friendly, though. Good morning, Nicole. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm going to pee my pants. Oh! <laughs> 
my gosh. You, I, pee my pants. I want you to pee everyone's pants yeah. today. Oh, I will. All I right. will do it for you. Nicole, uh, welcome to Who's Chewing Those Chips. Someone just ate a chip. Can you tell me who chewed that chip? I'm going to go with Bethany. Bethany! No, it was not me. No, 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 not no. I'm sorry, Nicole. Thank you, though. Have a That's nice okay. day. Thank you Thank for listening you. to us. I feel bad. Late. Bad late. Correct? Uh, good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Elvis. Welcome to Who's Chewing Those Chips. Music, please. Welcome to Who's Chewing Those Chips. Uh, you heard the chip chewing. Who chewed that chip? I'm going to say Danielle. Show me Danielle. That's right. Yay! And what did she win? Oh, wait, we didn't think that through. We didn't think can we send her some Pringles that we've half opened? Yeah. No, that would be jankity. <laughs> what do you want? We'll send you whatever you want. What do you want, Destiny? Um, a t-shirt. We have those. We have oh, shirts. That's good. You know, it was <laughs> Destiny's fate to win. It was. <laughs> it was her. It was your fate to win. You listen every day. Every day, I'm a teacher. I have a long commute, and you guys really um, help me wake up in the morning. I have twin girls. So... It's uh, rough in the morning sometimes, and I just love you guys so much. Well, and thank I love you. Instagram. Well, you know, uh, Danielle is going to be teacher for a day for a bunch of fourth graders. Do you have any advice for her, <laughs> Destiny? Um, oh, advice, advice. Um, do you think you're going to be like Destiny says every hour. Deep breath. Take a deep breath. breath. That's great. Deep and breath. don't swear. Don't swear in front of the baby. Yeah, don't, don't use the swear. F word, the S word. I think I'm good. All right. <laughs> Hey, I'm Danielle. I'm your teacher. I'm as excited AF to be here today. <laughs> Could you imagine? All right, Destiny, a shirt's on the way. Thanks for playing uh, Who's Chewing Those Chips. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Hold Love on you back. one second. Hold on. Uh, so uh, Destiny's on line six. Thank See, you, Yuritsa. Destiny did it right because she had twins, which means you get it done in one foul swoop. Done. Done. She's got her kids. She's done. Well, yeah, but she I wants know more. a lot. Of, yeah, I know a lot of people have twins, and then they have another one. They have more kids. <laughs> What's up, Scary? So Elvis, ever since you guys addressed my chewing on the air, a lot of people emailed me personally about misophonia, which is a real thing, as you know, which is the anger of hearing people chew. It's an actual it's condition. Disgust. It's disgust. My a condition. son is eight, and he has this. You want to yeah. fight people. It right. is bad how okay? bad it is. And there are people- We're talking about it. He cannot, he will move his, um, his place at the t- dinner table if people are chewing and he can't stand the sound at school he will move his seat and if it doesn't even have to just be you chewing it's just the sound like yeah, yeah. that sound right. your mouth makes it just so disturbs him well what you're forgetting is digestion begins in the mouth it does as soon as your teeth grind the food and the saliva in your mouth starts mixing with the food particles that's that's a part of of uh, digestion yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. There so are, people don't want to hear digestion. I don't are, want to hear it at the beginning. I definitely don't want to hear it at the end. <laughs> there, are certain, <laughs> there are certain microphones that pick up that sound and certain like recording yeah. processes that pick it up. And there was a radio show that I listened to. I had to stop listening because whatever microphone they used, every guest you heard. That's the dry mouth sound. Right. And it's like, Ooh. oh my gosh, it was so bad. I will tell you, a lot of people listening are texting in. Saying that they're they're freaking out right now. They're vomiting at the sound of people's chewing Pringles. Uh, I love Pringles, but I can't he- listen to them being chewed. I'm in a pu- I'm a puddle of anxiousness right mm, now. Yep. Mouth sounds are the worst. You know, just as you may have a hatred for something and you can't explain why, 
these people are feeling the same thing. So we will not play that game again today. I, the thing is, you know, when, with my son, I try to like talk him through it and everything, but I, you know, some you can't because it's, 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 no, it's, it's a real a condition. Real well, condition I know, that, but, you know. but think about it though. It's kind of a weird thing to talk them out of. I mean, it's just, it's rude to make chewing noises. But here's the thing. It's not even if you're being rude. It's just if he, like, I, I chew with my mouth closed. He can't stand listening to anybody's mouth anything. Like, it, it's it's to the point where I'm like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I like I, I, He goes, but mom, I can still hear it. And for some people, it's not chewing. It's like the sound of water dripping or the sound of paper wow. crunching. It, it yeah. does, it's not necessarily chewing. It's, it's Weird. It's interesting. You know what? Look it up. Find out more about it. Yeah. And before you start judging people because they can't stand the sound of chewing. But see, Scary could control it and he chews it in my ear. Right, but that's different. He chews with his mouth totally open. And misophonia, M-I-S-O-P-H-O-N-I-A. Google it. Use it in a sentence, please. Oh, misophonia. Me chew food long time. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Ryan. Interesting uh, call here as we get into uh, the Daniel Report. How you doing, Ryan? Doing well, and you? Doing very well. Okay, so uh, your wife and you, dinner time. Right. What happens sometimes? Uh, if, if we have uh, an appetizer or we're eating chips prior to, or if we're eating anything that's crunchy, we'll actually go in separate rooms, or one will go outside, or it's horrible. Our poor kids, they... It's it's bad. Okay, well, so which is it? Your wife that has a problem with it, or you? No, it's both of us. Both of oh, you. Oh wow! So oh wow! So what are the chances that people get married, or they have, or as a couple, you both have it? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's got to be odd. Yeah, the odds are odd. Oh, it's bad. And it's funny because. I can't handle the sound of people chewing soft foods. Like, crunchy is fine, but if you're eating a sandwich or a banana in front of me, I no way. What sound is a soft it's food? It's like a moist sound. It's like oh, okay, a, okay, a smacking. Okay. Yeah. We got, you know, I'm getting grossed out here. <laughs> moist. Popcorn is probably the worst. If y'all go to the movies, I don't know how many times we've had to leave or move seats. Wow. Wow, that's so crazy. All right. You know, it's so important. If this makes no sense to you, yeah. y- you need to understand that, you know... It may not make sense to you, but it makes total sense to Ryan and his wife. Yeah. You know, it, it, it affects oh. you every day. Well, look, uh, we will not chew on our show. No. We'll not no, do it. No, y'all do whatever y'all want to. I listen to y'all every morning. Well, I know, I, but we, we, we need ratings. If, 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 if chewing is a turnoff, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do it. But thank you, Ryan. And, and, and uh, God bless you and your family. I love you guys. Thank you, buddy. Have a good day. Have a good day. Sorry we tortured you. Have a yeah, chew, I know. I, a I feel awful. Day. Something as simple as chewing, we, we, we yeah. take it for granted. It's it's really messing with people. I'm sorry. We didn't think. Okay, well, it's, I'm not going to, like, <laughs> crucify ourselves, us, but let's move on into the Danielle report. Danielle. Right. So, Kourtney Kardashian turned 38 yesterday. This is the picture. Look at it. She posted on Instagram. She's naked, but how beautiful is this picture? It's like very artistic. It's not like wow. graphic at all. She looks incredible, and I think she just wants to show us. That's right. I'm 38. That's still look good. I love that picture of her. Oprah was about to sign autographs outside the CBS building in New York. Two guys started brawling right near her. The security rushed her away, and that was the end of the autograph signing. That's how scary it has become for celebrities. It's like even if it wasn't aimed at her, you got to get them out of there. So if you want to check out the video, we're going to put it up for you later on today at ElvisDuran.com. 
Sources are now saying that The Rock and Vin Diesel have patched up their differences and will do another Fast and the Furious movie together. And it appears that the reason they were fighting was who got to be seen as the bigger star. They each wanted higher billing. Ridiculous. Oh, speaking of, have yeah. you seen this week's feud yet? No, I have not. Fantastic. Is it good? All right. I watched it's it last night. That's almost over, isn't it? I think there's one more episode yeah. to go after uh, the one I watched from Sunday. Uh, Harry Styles says, I don't care if Taylor Swift wrote songs about our fling. Whatever. It's fine. And uh, I don't know how I feel about this. A new Prince EP called Deliverance is hitting iTunes on Friday. It has six songs. The songs were recorded between 2006 and 2008. I'm guessing he never wanted them released, and I kind of feel like it's an invasion of his privacy. I hate when they do this, but, I mean, we're never going to get new music, I guess, from him if we don't have these songs. Well, how so. would you feel about this? I, I mean, well, you wouldn't feel anything because you'll be dead. No, but the thing is, is if I, how do they know he wanted them out there? He wrote them in 2006 and 2008 and, and did them then, so obviously he, he didn't put them out for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I love him so much. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about Netflix. This is a cool reboot. Are you ready? Carmen San Diego. <gasps> you guys remember where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Scary, did you pull up the thing? We don't have it. Oh, where okay. in the world we, we is do have, Carmen San Diego? We have me so horny. No, that's not the same thing. Okay. Misophonia. That's me Yeah. Me We have that. Oh, but that's not the same thing. Anyway, right. Netflix is rebooting it. This time it will be an animated show, and then Gina Rodriguez will be the one that is doing the um, the voicing. Uh, let's see. Tonight on television, you have uh, The Magicians, Fargo, also The Comedy Jam, Survivor, Designated Survivor, Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. Next hour, we have to talk about something scary that happened to Drake recently. Okay, perfect. Uh, Bill Nye is here in one hour. I'm so excited to talk to this guy. He really is a celebrity, he, first of all. Everybody, from old to young, everyone loves him. He can take the most simple little things in life and explain them to you. Yeah. He can pick up a rock and tell you some long story about that rock that you never would have thought of in a million years. <laughs> a brilliant man. Bill Nye in one hour. Hang on. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Julia was beginning a new life with her new man. But when his ex discovers they're engaged, she decides to sabotage their relationship. Unforgettable is a psychological thriller that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Starring Katherine Heigl and Rosario Dawson. Rated R in theaters April 21st. Yeah, well, we did hear the news that uh, New England Patriot Aaron Hernandez Hernandez actually uh, killed himself in prison overnight. Early this morning, yep. Early this morning. Yeah. Uh, he was in for life for murder, yeah. and uh, he ended it all. Yeah. The story's over. He, um, he'd been acquitted last week of murdering two men in Boston back in 2012, but he was still serving a life sentence without parole for the murder of Odin Lloyd back in 2013. There you go. We'll uh, have more of, as it comes in in a few minutes with the uh, headlines from Bethany. You know, we I need we got to wake this up. I mean, I, I'm, this is kind of a downer. Why don't we talk about the unicorn frappuccino? Okay, from Starbucks. <laughs> All right, that'll pick you right up. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it wild how you know you know that there are awful negative things going on as we speak? I mean, sad or or justified or whatever. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you want to like have a bounce in your step. You want to yeah. be positive. You want to move forward. And so this is this is life. Do you want me to just do happy stories today? No, no, because it's not real. It smells like a banana in here. I love that smell. Whose banana am I sniffing? That's my banana. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> Nate, your banana smells v- uh, fabulous. Not the first time. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean, Froggy? 
That means it's not the first time you sniff Snape banana. Well, no, you always have this banana thing going in well, here. I wait until they're very ripe. That's and the very best way. Fragrant. Oh, so good. <laughs> That's the best way. <laughs> He's very passionate about his banana. Hey, okay, if we're gonna be downers, let me just continue the streak. Okay, let's just dig the hole. Oh my god! As you know, summertime is approaching, and I love summertime cookouts and summertime food. And I knew this to be true, but it never was really. I didn't see the scientific proof behind it. And some would argue that corn is a starch, it's a vegetable, it's a, little, it's a starchy vegetable is what sure. it is. Harvard scientists are saying that corn is the unhealthiest vegetable you can eat. What? Why? It doesn't, I don't think it does anything for you. I it mean, it's me happy, it's, it's, it's yeah. joy. People who eat more starchy vegetables like potatoes, peas, corn are more likely to gain weight and this and that. And corn was the worst, with two pounds of weight gained for every additional serving over four years. <laughs> Those no. high glycemic, what glyce, the word glycemic, glycemic yeah. loads in those vegetables, they cause frequent intense blood sugar spikes after they're eaten. And it makes you want more. Yeah, it does. I love corn. Corn yeah. is one of my favorite summertime things. But, yeah. do you yeah, but know- your body doesn't break it down, does it? No. And I, that's why you find it later on. <laughs> but you know, on Weight Watchers, corn is the vegetable that are, it's points. Like if you, you know, load up, they tell you to load up on vegetables on Weight Watchers, and most vegetables are zero points. Corn, it's points because it's not great for you. It's so funny. So I grew up in Wisconsin, and we would have like at barbecues, like mashed potatoes, right? Macaroni and cheese, right? And a lot of corn, yes. As, in addition yeah. to the meat, and Spike. then and then whatever bread <laughs> products. And so, like the other day when you were saying, I don't want too many starches. I should either make mashed potatoes or mac and cheese. That was a foreign thing to me because, of course, you would have all of them, including corn, all the corn. Wow. In a perfect world, we would have all of those. And yeah. I don't, I don't like Harvard science, Harvard Schmarvard. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Yale scientists. I trust them more than Harvard scientists. They probably love corn. Because they're listening to us right now. <laughs> but anyway, but uh, corn, love it. They're saying, you know, on the flip side, you need to eat more high fiber vegetables like kale and string beans. Okay, I but can I've eat kale. But I've also heard kale is not actually the best for you. It's not the greatest thing in the world if it's raw. Well, uh, yeah, they're not saying it's, they're saying it's not the miracle of all miracle vegetables as they have proclaimed. But it is good for you. It's better for you than corn. Wow. But I love corn. Damn it to hell. I love creamed corn because if you can add cream to something that's already unhealthy. Oh. You're oh. enjoying your day. Everything's going your way. Then along comes Debbie Downer. You're eating your vegetables? Yeah, we had corn. <laughs> he died. He died from an overdose of corn. Oh. I love corn. It's the best. <laughs> Grows so tall, you can run from murderers in it. Danielle, following what you said, this texture said, "Corn is a poop decorator." It is totally it makes it pretty. <laughs> it makes it pretty. <laughs> well, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, um, do you sleep with your kids, Danielle? Uh, if they have a nightmare, or you know, if they want to cuddle, but not normally. Uh, since Bethany and I are not parents, we're we're not a part of this, but. Parents want to avoid being shamed about sleeping with their kids so they don't ever admit that they do or they never take selfies sleeping with their kids because people give them a hard time. Yeah, I guess. Is that one of these things about parenting, sleeping with your kids? Yeah, of course. Sometimes kids, the kids wind up in your bed in the middle of the night or they want to cuddle up and, you know, whatever. And, you know, it's, it's, you're a mom and a dad. Kids want to be cuddled with now, what about, you. Do you shower with your son? I get the hell out of here. <laughs> They're 8 and 11, really? <laughs> hey, mom, Scott, what are those? 
That stopped <laughs> after infancy. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I remember when I showered with my dad one time, and I, I, I don't know why I remember this, because it was, it was I was so young. I was like 13. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was like 19. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I was very young, and, but I remember, you know, looking up at my dad, and I didn't understand what was going on. And, yeah. And, you know, and my mom was around, too, and I think my, my father was, was teaching me how to take a shower. Sure. And uh, no better way than to, like, teach you how to do it. I remember when I was younger than that, my dad would bathe me or my mom would bathe me, whatever. And But I don't ever remember them, you know. I never, I never felt uncomfortable, but no. No, I remember taking, I would shower with my mom when I was really, really little. And I, it never felt weird. Like, they stopped it before it would, but I never showered with my dad ever. Never, ever. My mom, I just remember, like, I would shower with my mom and I would just, like, lean against her and fall asleep. And then right. she would do all the showering. Yeah. Which would be great to this day. If I could find someone that I could just lean against in the shower and they would do everything for me, I would hire that person. Well, that's called a car wash. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes, so, uh, yes. but Nate, in your house, I mean, you you would bathe with your siblings. Yeah, like, they'd throw I mean, you all in the tub at the same time. Yeah, there's three of us, and we were all close enough in age that, you know, my mom figured, might as well just make one bath. <laughs> that makes, it makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Just yeah. wash them all so, like, yeah, a, like a big dishwasher. Yeah, I, I think I was, I don't know how old I was, maybe five or six the last, I don't know, it was awkward. It was awkward. We were 21. Yeah, it wasn't that old, but it felt old. Er. Well, yeah. So here's my question, and this is something guys don't even ask about, and I'm not afraid to ask. Hmm. What was it like when you got your first period? Terrible. Ugh. Traumatizing. Well, so, okay, were you thinking about it before it happened and yeah. just kind of bracing yourself and then it happened one day? I, I mean, was what, dreading it. What's that, part, what's that part of your life about? I remember I made a list of all the things I needed to go through before I was done with puberty because I was dreading it so much. And the big one was getting your period. Yeah. And uh, I and I remember when my sister got hers, my older sister, the the house was awkward. Like I, what do you mean? Like there was this thing over, like <clears throat> just this energy over the house. I could, I like, I knew my sister wasn't feeling well. My dad wasn't talking about it. My mom was acting like everything was normal. Because it's, it's not like a, a like a you know dandruff or is it <laughs> no, it's wetting like the a, bed? It's or... a very private, but yeah. very like. And I actually got my first period in a hotel room when we were like on vacation. And I just remember I sat up oh. all night and stared at the parking lot and counted the number of purple cars because I didn't know what to do and I didn't know is it really scary yeah but you knew it was coming yeah but you weren't were you 100% sure of what it was and what it meant I mean yeah when it came I knew what it was but we didn't have anything because I wasn't planning I didn't realize it was going to hit well then maybe the question was did you know why you were having it the the, the philosophical or not this like the biological biological reasons yeah yeah I knew what was up what about you? Did you? Yeah. How old were you, Danielle? I don't even remember. I just remember my parents were on vacation, and I was with my grandmother, and she was like panicking. She didn't know what the hell to do. Yeah, because <laughs> it's such a taboo thing. I mean, I can tell there are some people probably turning us off right now, mm-hmm. or just feeling very uncomfortable about it. But this is one of those those human conditions that uh, guys don't understand. And if you're a father, let's say you're a single father, we have a lot of single fathers listening, and you're you're raising a daughter. You know, this is one of those things that could be extremely difficult for your your household to go through or it may be easy for you i don't know i haven't been there see i went to i got mine when i was in middle school and i went to a middle school that was very behind the times and so we didn't have receptacles for that we didn't have like the little containers did you have a nurse i don't don't know um and so it was like the panic of when will you have time to go to the bathroom having to carry around all of this stuff not having anywhere to put it 
once you used it, like all, just like it was the the most stressful thing because our middle school just didn't wow. have that set up. Okay, well, so fast forward years later, you know, uh, you've you, you've learned to live with it. it. It's a part of your life. You totally understand why it happens. Yeah. And so, you know, Danielle, let's say you had a, a young daughter yeah. rather than one of your sons. Mm-hmm. It, it was a he was a girl, right? How would would you be able to deal with this? Okay, yeah, I yeah. think so. You wouldn't think... make a big deal out of it. No. It's part of life. It's a part of life. It has to happen. It's just normal. Now, Brody has three daughters. Yeah. So, I mean, how was that? Well, how well, is that? Well, uh, since they were five each, I prayed I would not be alone with them when it happened. Thankfully, so far, two for two, I was not <laughs> in charge of them when it happened. Okay. Thank God. All right. All right. What? what? What's going on? So, Yuritsa, who's on the phone right now, but she she just texted me. She says she got her first period in the Dominican Republic. She told her mom as a secret. By the time she got back home to New Jersey, her family was calling to congratulate her. Everyone in her family was <laughs> oh, calling. Really? Oh, really? So, it's, it's kind of a rite of passage? Yeah. It, I, I, well, and mom can't keep a secret, apparently, either. To congrat- congratulations. <laughs> if Hallmark had a card for it, Sam congratulations. Said she got slapped when she got her period. Well, you Your guys mom are, slapped okay, you? If we're going to have a conversation oh. with them, I'd rather than be Sam, in the room. Sam, come in here a minute. Well, come here. Don't sit why out there. Mom slap I don't her? know. I love her mom, but why would you slap her? Wait, your mom slapped you when you got your first period? Yeah, I think it's a Jewish thing. It means you're growing up. Shame on you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a lot of guilt in this world. What? No, it's not your fault. No, she was smiling, too. It was very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the most traumatic oh day of my life. She slaps you, then she hugs you. I got my exactly. period, and my mother smiled and slapped the shit out of me. Exactly. Well, I know, but that's not good, is it? I mean, if it's a cultural thing, then who am I to, you know? Yeah. Well, I got excited because I have two younger sisters, so I was just waiting for them to get slapped. All right. <laughs> a, a text just came in and said, "In in uh, they're in the Latin home, it's like winning the lottery." Oh wow! Wow. We didn't get the headlines. Do you want to wow. do the headlines? I mean, I can, but well, the music's we're, half, playing. we're halfway into not being able to do that. I just wanted now. to bring that question up because I've always wanted to know like, what it was like in a house when someone has their first period. It's got to be very traumatic at the same time. Let's I, celebrate it. I don't know. Slap me. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Julia was beginning a new life with her new man. But when his ex discovers they're engaged, she decides to sabotage their relationship. Unforgettable is a psychological thriller that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Starring Katherine Heigl and Rosario Dawson. Rated R in theaters April 21st. Oh my God. <laughs> I've never had chocolate rugula like this, rugula like this before. Mm. No, wait till you taste it. All right. No, no, I, I don't. Don't wait. Have it now. Wait, Nate's bringing some in. Attack him. Steal it from him. Give them their chocolate. Oh. Let, let Daniel taste that. Taste, taste this. Oh my God, you're gonna die. It's so good. Oh my okay. gosh, that's taste amazing. It. Taste it. Oh, this is from Bread's Bakery that's on Sixteenth on Sixteenth Street, next Holy to, moly. close to Union Square. I've never tasted anything like that. It's soft and moist and. Perfect. Don't use the word moist. Okay, Froggy sorry. doesn't like. Are we on the radio? Yeah. Oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's it really good. Voted um, one of the best bakeries in America, Bread's oh. Bakery. And, and I don't know what we did to deserve this. This is unreal. I love how they You can use it. the M word if you follow it with like cupcakes or bread mm. or things like that. The M word uh, being moist. Yeah. Well, did love, you taste it? Yeah, oh, my God. I haven't had it yet. Uh-uh. Oh my I God. love how they um, came in after Passover, though, to make sure everybody could have the bread. Um, that was very good. Mm. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> so good. You can't even talk it so good. I know. I don't want to make people mad that have misophonia. This makes me feel better, though, because I accidentally was eating crackers while I was supposed to be doing my news earlier this week or last week. So right. now I don't quite feel so bad. You have to have the rugula. I will. I will. I promise I will. I'm sorry. Rugula. You have, you have to say it correctly. It, it is bursting with flavor. Thank you, Scary. Scary. It's bursting with flavor. <laughs> Thank you. How is it, Nate? It's fantastic. Oh, I'm not even kidding. I haven't had bread. This good? I, oh, this okay, that's, that, that grosses me out. <laughs> that will do when you it. hear the hollowness of the of the mouth when someone's yeah. talking with food in it, it's like, <laughs> this is so good. But I'm serious, it Go is it. excellent. Oh, so good. When, there's like a big hunk of bread in their mouth. And they're like, the food, the, the sound of your voice is echoing off the food. It's so funny. <laughs> anyway, where were we? So I'm so sorry we're eating on the air, but uh, Bread's Bakery on 16th Street. I'm not going anywhere else ever for any reason in my life. All right, we got to move forward. We have uh, headlines with the one and only Bethany. Yes. A lot of stuff going on today. Where do, you, where do you start? What do you want to talk about? Let's start with the breaking news. Former New England Patriots tight end Aaron Hernandez has committed suicide in prison. He was discovered hanging in his cell around 3 a.m. this morning. So he also blocked his door to try and keep people from coming in. Last week, Hernandez was acquitted of murdering two men in Boston in 2012, but he was still serving a life sentence without parole for the murder of Odin L. Lloyd back in 2013. Pennsylvania State Police have confirmed that suspected Facebook killer Steve Stevens died of a self-inflicted wound from a handgun. It happened during a police chase. Former President George H.W. Bush is in the hospital again for a mild case of pneumonia. He's said to be in very good spirits. You remember the former president was hospitalized back in January for a respiratory problem related to pneumonia. This is your hourly reminder to, uh, to take a deep breath. Oh, yeah. And we are full on into music festival season, so keep this in mind. Watch your phone. A dude at Coachella was nabbed for stealing over 100 cell phones. When people realized their phones were missing, they turned on Find My Phone. Yeah. It led them right to Ronaldo de Jesus' Hey Now. Ah. Police said music festivals are great places for thieves to take phones because people are packed closely to each other and often get distracted by the musical I mean, acts. Didn't he know they have Find My Phone? I, right. Hello. I know. Idiot. Those are your headlines. By the way, I had uh, I had a drink with Lee Schrager yesterday. He's the guy who uh, brought us the New York and Miami food and wine festivals. Oh, that's great. And he asked me, he said, I don't know. Now, at your radio show, do you guys talk a lot about food at all? <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm thinking we really obsess over it. I think we have a psychological problem about food. We're ob- obsessed with it. Yeah, we love. A lot of people are obsessed with food, though. Well, I know. Food's fabulous, but we kind of turn 99% of our show into all about food. Yeah, we do. Anyway, and it's fabulous. What, scary? If you, if you tell me some something else is bursting with flavor, I'm nope. going to be very And upset. today's phone tap is about food. Oh, good. Way Back Wednesday. It's your Way Back Wednesday phone tap. Your Ralphie boy sandwich made me sick. Oh, this is Danielle? Danielle, this is yours. Oh, nice. You mean we got sick from the Ralphie boy sandwich? Here we go. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Danielle, what's it all about? All right, Annette emailed us and wanted us to phone tap her husband, Ralph. He owns Columbo's Market, and she wants us to call him and complain about the food, and he takes a lot of pride in his Ralphie boy special, so we're going to tell him it stinks. Here we go. Hi, this is Ralph speaking. How can I help you? Yeah, hi, Ralph. This is Michelle. I was in there the other day, and I ordered your Ralphie Boy special. Uh-huh. And the prosciutto tastes like crap because it tasted like you got it out of the garbage dump. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Wait, I'm going to call you and lie to you? 
No, I, I just never had a complaint about my brisciotte. that cost me eleven ninety five a pound, so it's, it's hard to believe that brisciotte de palma would taste like like you're saying. It does. I don't care what it costs you. It costs me a stomachache. I have to tell you, I haven't had one complaint about a Ralphie boy. If you come in, I'll make you anything you want on the house. Well, if you ate would you try it again? Excuse me? If you ate would you try it again? Well, first of all, I would never call someplace and tell them that they made well, I, I'm sorry, but I'm being honest with you. I just got to call you up, and I never had such crap food before. Well, I have to, I'm, I apologize, but I have to tell you, I've never had one complaint about that sandwich. Well, I, I had to take two days off work because my stomach hurts so bad. But, you know, and it's, it's a big piece of brisciotte. Other people are eating it. Nobody's <laughs> called me to say that they've gotten sick. You're working in such a dump anyway. Maybe you don't take care of the food in the place and there's no well, refrigeration. Well, I'm sorry. Now, now, I have to, now I have to take offense because I feed a lot of people here every day, and nobody calls me and says that my food is except for you. You definitely got a bad, a bad uh, prosciutto. Well, Michelle, I've been eating all week. I'm not sick. I'm never eating in your piece of place again. Oh, my God. You know, you want to call this a piece of place, but I'm telling you, nobody's called me to tell me anything Don't like get that. smart with me, Jackass. I'm not, sweetie. I feel like you're getting smart with me. No, I'm just telling you how it is. I'm just being honest. You, now you pissed me off. Oh, please. Okay? Now you pissed me off. I want to make this right for you. If you want to make it right, fine. Otherwise, don't come here and eat no more. I ain't coming here and eating no God. Columbo's Market. Ralph speaking. Yeah, Ralph, what the hell? You can't talk to me like a man? You I'm gotta trying to up. talk to you like a man. You're yelling at me. You're yelling at me. And I'm telling you that my food is good. I don't get nobody sick. So I don't know where you, what you ate with your brisciotte sandwich or what else you did. You know, and I'm not trying to be nasty. I was trying to be nice to you. You call my business a piece of and that's not right. I wouldn't do that no matter what you did to me. And I have a woman that comes in every day and eats that sandwich, and when she comes in today, I'm going to ask her how it was yesterday. Maybe she's got, a, like, a death wish or something. No, maybe you do, okay? Because if I, and if I had a complaint about some place, I would go there, and I would allow that person the opportunity to make it right for me. If I go there, I'll wind up smacking you in the face. I wish you would come here and smack me in the face. I really wish you would. Oh, please. What, what are you going to do, hit me back? No, I'm going to stand there with my hands behind my back and watch, it, watch all the other people watch you make a fool of yourself. <laughs> I, get a, I got a, a sparkling inspection from the health department. They check all my food. Everything I have here is good. Maybe you paid them off. Uh, maybe you, maybe. <laughs> you know what? I don't have time for you, miss. Brisutes weigh 35 pounds. You didn't eat 35 pounds of brisute, <laughs> so somebody else ate that brisute and didn't get sick. <laughs> And the mutts. How do I know the fresh mutts wasn't crap? Because I make it every day by hand. Your hands are so great that they make good mutts? Hey, you know what, sweetie? Don't call me back anymore because we're going to just keep hanging up on you. Hey. What? You're goofy. Yeah, all right, I'm goofy. Right? And you're Cinderella. Yeah, I am. Yeah. And who's the goofy-looking person that works in the store with you, that lady? You really got a lot of balls staying out on the phone. I really wish you'd come in and say it in person. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to hit a girl? No, I just want to see who this jerk is that's talking like that. Hey, I, I, the jerk is talking. That's you. Yeah, all right. Listen, have a nice day, okay? I just tasted the brisciotte to make sure you, that I didn't get sick. Oh, now you're being a smart ass. No, I did. I came up here, I tasted the brisciotte and the mozzarella, and they're both fine. Uh-huh. Well, they taste fine, but wait till you're in the bathroom later on. Why don't you come here? You can watch me go. You make chicken parm? What? You make chicken parm? Yeah. Because uh, Elvis Duran in the morning show would really love some chicken parm. Annette, do you have somebody do this? I'll kill you. I got to take freaking Viagra for I mean, Xanax for this now. You did this? I'm going to kill my wife now. <laughs> You've just been phone tapped. Holy Jesus Christ. I'm shaking like a leaf over here. She phone tapped me. This is Danielle Monero. Are you married? Yes, I am. Because I'm going to be looking for a new wife after today. Elvis Duran phone tapped. 
Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Excellent. I love that phone tap. That was great. That's your Way Back Wednesday phone tap. So we have a brand new phone tap tomorrow. Who does uh, tomorrow's brand new phone tap, Scary? Rod Phillips is back tomorrow. Oh, boy. All right. So let's talk about ZipRecruiter.com. We were just talking about them in the room while the uh, phone tap was on. ZipRecruiter is just a fantastic service for you. If you're in charge of hiring at your company, doesn't matter how big or small your company is, you got to hire people. And that's good. Hiring people, it means you're moving forward. But it's not an easy task. You want the right person for the job. ZipRecruiter makes it easy. You can post your job search to over 100 job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Okay, there's convenience there. But also, with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface, you don't have to juggle email, calls coming to the office. You screen your candidates, you rate them, you hire the right person fast, and you still do the other 10 jobs that you have to do. That's the thing. We're all multitasking. I have to hire someone now in addition to everything else I'm doing? ZipRecruiter.com makes it so much easier for you. They have figured out through algorithms and all sorts of computer magicry, magicry, magic, how to do it, how to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. I want you to go there and use it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Try it for free. You'll you'll fall in love with it. You'll become addicted to hiring people. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Hi, it's Katy Perry with Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. And here's Elvis. Bill Nye is on his way in. Don't we have Bill Nye's new theme song? He's got a new one? From Tyler, the Creator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hold on a second. Bill, 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 Bill. Save the world. Save the world. Bill Nye saves the world. On Netflix, April 21st, which is day after tomorrow? What yeah, is today? Yeah. Friday, yeah. Friday. Yeah, Friday. I'm so excited. I was raised with this guy. Talk about what that was like. It was just like, you know, you turn on the TV. I think, was it Saturday mornings he was on? Yeah. You turn on the TV, you like, you watch some of your cartoons, and then like Bill Nye comes on, and he talks about science in a way that isn't boring, and it was exciting to watch, and he was quirky. I liked his bow ties. Right. Like, he just, he seemed like, when I was a little kid, he seemed like a grown-up that I would really like, and and- Seemed like he got kids and made things interesting. He didn't talk down to kids. Exactly. He still doesn't because I know my two kids are obsessed with him. They wanted to take off today. But he like, he puts things in a way that kids understand it and they appreciate kids. it and they have fun. And adults. Adults. Yeah. Seriously. I <laughs> yeah. mean, kids, absolutely. And what a, and what a wonderful thing to, uh, yeah. to have them understanding. But adults. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Bill Nye is, and I always complain about, for some reason, the luck of the draw or unluck of the draw i never really had one teacher growing up that was like that oh and you know everyone you guys probably can name one teacher that motivated you and that that spoke to you like an adult and made you want to learn i didn't have one that did that so when i come across a bill nye it's like it's like the teacher i never had and and you know i thought that was an important part of my childhood that was missing that, that's, that yeah. motivating teacher. That's why people like Bill Nye are so important, like that, because there are other kids who didn't have the best teachers in the world, or maybe they they had great teachers, but that teacher didn't find a way to sync up with them. Right. But somebody like Bill Nye does. What's up, Scary? Science was my absolute worst subject. Why? But when I don't know because again, probably because of the boring teacher lab coat thing. But when Bill Nye came on CBS on Saturday mornings, 
I the way the show was shot and the whole layout and the delivery made it so much fun to learn that I learned science through him. There you go. Hi, Wendy. Yeah, hi. What's going on? Um, well, I heard your ad about ZipRecruiter when you're talking about it. So oh, yeah. ZipRecruiter is kind of an interesting interesting concept. But anyway, go it's, right ahead. It's amazing. I um, found out a few weeks ago that my current position was ending, so I very quickly scrambled and got my resume out on a few sites, and ZipRecruiter was one of those. And um, I got a phone call within just a few days from an executive director at a great location. She interviewed me. I had a follow-up interview a couple of days later. And then they got an offer, um, which included like a 33% salary increase. Wow. Uh, it was wow. amazing. Yeah. All I wow. did was put my resume out there, and they found me. So I can't imagine what it's like being in a company having to hire someone if 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 you you know you all realize okay our little company we're, we're growing we need to hire someone new right what do you do and the zip recruiter people we met with them they actually came up with this genius way of uh just one ad goes out across all these websites that for people right. like you who are looking for a job but I, we never really talk about the other side like how did right. zip recruiter find you right Right. No, yeah. I no, guess how did they find you? I believe she searched, and you know, she probably has her own access. She searched on me, uh, or searched on you know, available um, a match of, of some kind, available people, and my resume must have come straight to her because she called me. So it's oh, like Tinder. So cool. It's like Tender for employment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, unless you just want to do it for one night, like a one-day employment, then it's grinder for employment. Hell yeah. I don't know. Anyway, well, congratulations, Wendy. 33% increase in yeah. pay. Okay. Can't yeah. beat that. I know. All right, well, thanks for calling. I'll, so awesome. I'll let our friends at ZipRecruiter know that you uh, had a good experience because Great. of that. Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, hello, Brandy. What's going on? Yeah, I was just uh, calling in because my science teacher, our football coach, our health teacher in high school, name was Bill Nye. And we used to watch the Bill Nye Science Guy every week. Wait, wait, wait. Your teacher's name was Bill Nye as well? Yes. And it was the coolest thing from 7th through 12th grade. We used to watch it um, every week. And if if he wasn't there, we record it so we could watch it with him. (laughs) Oh, how fun. Wow. I mean, did you do you remember learning anything cool in science class that still you still look back and go, okay, I remember that. That was cool. Well, we were just um, always... Just doing fun experiments. We'd actually do the experiments sometimes on, um, like, once a month on the Friday also. And I don't know. He was just an awesome guy. I think he still teaches football, actually, in Jefferson. Right. You know, I went to a school where they had teachers that had multi-jobs as well. Like, the coach was also the science guy, but also Mm -hmm. the math guy. Yeah. And they were always nice guys, you know. They had... But they'd come in like the last, if you had a coach as a late day class, he'd always kind of smelled. Yeah, you wonder where you've been. <laughs> you've been out during lunch with the boys running yeah. around. All right, well, thanks for calling. We'll let uh, Bill know that you uh, that you're motivated by him and another Bill Nye as well. All right, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Katie. Hey, Elvis. Katie, you know, your story is going. would make Bill Nye very excited. Listen to what Katie did in life because of Bill Nye. Go ahead. Oh, my God, I hope he'd be excited at least. Um, I became an ecologist because I used to watch him all the time as a kid, and he pretty much sparked my love for science and the need to help the environment and everything. So I love that. We'll let him know. He just walked in. I'm so excited to meet him. As well. Oh my he'll, god! He'll be. On. I know. It's like having it's like having a rock star in the house. Bill Nye. I love that. Pretty much. All right, Katie. Thank you so much for listening. We'll tell him you said hi. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Science. Yeah. Yeah.
He was an important guy, too, especially because, you know, they show that fewer women get into science and math than men. And and Bill Nye, the science yeah. guy, was making science cool for everybody. Now, let me ask you a question. Fewer women getting into the field of science mm-hmm. or interest in science, mm-hmm. less interest in science. Is it because of the way the human brain works or is it because of society kind of pushing them away from it? I think that it was, it's, it, and that the stereotype is going away now, thank goodness, but I think it really was the, you know, oh, honey, let the boys do the math, let the boys do the science. I had a math teacher tell me, oh, honey, you're just not good at math. Are you serious? Yeah. They actually hired a teacher that actually used those words. And it was a woman. <laughs> oh, they could tell me that because I already know it. Really? <laughs> no, no honey, need. tell me something I don't know. Oh, I already know that one. So, Took so, remedial math twice in college, so yeah, we're good. I want, you know what, let's bring that up to Bill yeah. when he's in here. When Bill Nye is in here, let's ask him about men versus women, girls versus boys when it comes to science yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, because the movie uh, Hidden Figures came out shows that, you know, women are doing incredible things in science and have been for, oh, yeah. for decades and longer. You know, I rarely see a movie I want to see again other than Devil, we- Devil Wears Prada. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> The movie you just mentioned, I, I, I want to see it again. Hidden Figures, Hidden yeah. Hidden Figures, yeah. What a beautiful, beautiful film. Hey, let's get into the Danielle Report. All right. Danielle. Yes. What is going on? All right, so Kendrick Lamar's new album, Damn, is on pace to sell 475,000 copies in its first week, which would be enough to debut at number one on the Billboard 200. It would be his third number one after Untitled, Unmastered, and To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, we haven't heard about Amanda Bynes in a while. She is obviously doing very, very well. Good. And there are rumors out there that Nickelodeon is looking to work with her again on another show. I know so many women were sad when Sam Hunt said I do, but now he and his bride, Hannah Lee, they were at the airport in Atlanta, suitcases in hand, headed to their honeymoon somewhere in the Caribbean. So he is married. It is official. I know you're crying, but it will be okay. Earlier this month, somebody in Drake's entourage caught a 24-year-old woman in his home. Home. She broke in. She was in Drake's bedroom. When the police arrived, she said, oh, Drake's cool. He knows I'm here. Obviously, he didn't know she was here. But the weird thing is the only stuff she took was a Pepsi, some Sprite, and some Fiji water. Huh. She's in that the liquids. Was it. She was thirsty. Yeah. She, Refreshing. She got charged with felony burglary because even though it was just water, she did steal something. But it, how weird is that? And how scary is that? Mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin says that it's his wife that keeps him in check from being a diva. He says, she puts me in my place, and when I complain, she reminds me that nobody really cares. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Everyone needs to have that person in their life. Yep. You've got Fargo on tonight. Shots fired. Also, Survivor designated Survivor Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. And next hour... Uh, we're going to talk about The Rock and Vin Diesel. It looks like they've put their troubles behind them. Excellent. Bill Nye, the science guy, coming up next. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Dating can be difficult. So if you're not using Match, you're missing out. Search and connect for free today. Only at Match.com slash Elvis. M-A-T-C-H dot com slash Elvis. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah! This is the greatest thing I've ever heard on the radio. Oh, my God. Hello, lady. Hello, lady. Mommy, Daddy, turn off the radio for a second. Oh, my goodness. I love all of you. Both cheeks are burning now. Do it live. Elvis Duran in the morning show. So growing up, you know what? I, I don't know about you, but I, I came home from school, and I was at home alone every day. My mom and dad both worked. And so it was the TV I watched, and that kept me not only entertained, but, you know, every once in a while you come across a show that would... 
enlighten you, that would teach you. And at the time, you don't realize you're being taught something. You just think it's fun. You think it's yeah. interesting. I mean, there are many shows. You know, Blue's Clues, Reading Rainbow, Mr. Rogers, Mr. Wizard, Pee Wee Herman. You know, <laughs> you know, Dora the Explorer, <laughs> The Electric Company, Mr. Wizard, Beekman's World. You know, but there's something about Bill Nye, the science guy, that was just so different and continues to be so cutting edge and so wonderful. And how lucky we are to have him here today. We're celebrating... Uh, his Netflix series, Bill Nye Saves the World, which debuts on Netflix Friday. We have so many th- questions for him, and I'm so excited to please welcome, so excited to bring Bill Nye, the science guy, on Yay! the show. Hi, Bill. Good what morning. A, what a pleasure. Mike. You're, <laughs> what a pleasure to see you, sir. So good to be seen. <laughs> it is. It's great Should to I be get here. on the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Microphones are weird instruments, aren't they? No, they're fantastic. How do, how do microphones they're work? They're not do you magic. Know? They're, they're what? They're not magic. They're There's, science. I don't know. Yes, science. science. They're science. Yeah, they're science. How, how, Bill, I mean, how does a microphone work? I've been using one my entire career. I've never thought about it. You sh- you should think about it. So there's a, <laughs> I, pressure I start to- waves in the air push on uh, a proof mass, a, a small mass that vibrates in a magnetic field that we, I mean, a magnet, and that converts uh, the motion of air into the motion of. An electric field, which we then amplify. Yeah, wow. pillow look talk. at that. That's pillow talk. You know, here's my thing. We go. What th- is your thing? Here's my thing, and, I, and I, this is what I love. One of the many things I love about you. We just walk through life blindly, just ignoring beautiful, wonderful do things. We? we do. Like, you know, if you can walk by, past a, a rock. Yes. How many people will pick that rock up and a- actually look at it and try Every to figure out where it's from? Every rock tells a story. I'm I encourage sure it does. you all to pick up rocks and think deep thoughts about rocks. <laughs> Geology is it's true. amazing. I'm afraid that we skip over some great, wonderful, beautiful things in yes. life because we're just too busy in our own heads. Yes. <laughs> no disagreement. That's why we love you. you yes. Must, you must hate the fact that like technology lately with all this tweeting and Instagram and always on the phones. It's like I hate it? What yeah, do you mean? I it's, mean like, it's my a, business. But it's taking away from like Enjoying all of these things and going out. And no, that's about why rocks. people should listen to the radio every morning. <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> I'm with you. That's there. what they should do. Okay, so Mister the Science Guy. Yes. If I pick up a rock, yes. What story is it telling me? Uh, it might give you information about where it came from, how old it is, what part of the Earth's crust it is, and then uh, how you got here. Is that enough? Yeah, that's a good start. Yeah, okay. So so here we are uh, in um, eastern New York State. We're just sort of 300 million years old. Um, Silurian period. You can go out there and find a trilobite in the the rock. It's big fun, you guys. What's a trilobite? It's an ancient animal that uh, their ancestors lived longer than any animal. Okay, this is an extraordinary claim. I have to check it. But it lived. The trilobites lived an extraordinarily uh, long period on Earth. Right. I'm shooting from the hip on hundreds of millions of years, but they're all gone now. Mm. But we know they lived because we find their fossils. All right. It's like CSI, (laughs) only authentic, real. (laughs) CSI is cool. It's cool, but it's not. It's like it's not geology. You know what? What you do and what your show will remind us when it debuts uh, Friday on Netflix. Friday, it, yes, it, 3 a.m. Pacific time. I mean, 3 a.m. Uh, Eastern time, midnight Pacific time. It reminds us that- you That know, first part, that was a joke. We, 
we we live these pompous lives where we just think about us and where we are in this world and in this universe. We never stop to think about where it was before us, where it will go after That's us. That's all we do in I science, know. man. Well, I know, but we, we need to be reminded to do that. Yes. That's why we love what you bring to the table. Hey, everybody, the Earth's old. <laughs> it is. Thank you. It's very old. We can learn from it, but we can also learn how to treat it, and so it'll it'll be around and and. and serve us well here's the thing more better the earth's going to be here no matter what we do right what we want to do is preserve the earth for us for me the human right yes so uh that's why we're all concerned about climate change and uh all the billions of people living here and the exploitation of the ocean and these other big deal environmental issues so we're all going to croak one day what we are so so tell us why it's important for us to care about what happens beyond our lifetime. So, do you have kids? No, I don't. Yeah, well, there you go. So, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I people, have kids. She has kids. So people who have kids are concerned about the outcome for their kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what you want to do is get your genes to go into the future so you reproduce. Mm-hmm. doesn't take, if you're a guy, it doesn't take long at all. Sounds really. fun. Yeah, well, can be. That's what I've heard. And uh, and so then uh, you want your kids to succeed. You don't want a world where your kids cannot eat or breathe. And, and these principles seem very easy to grasp and understand. Sure it does they do? But what about what about the thought of life on other, other planets? worlds? In other so worlds. everybody, we are living in an extraordinary time. It is very reasonable that in our lifetime we will find evidence of life on another world. Right. Not necessarily life you might find fossilized microbes on mars kind of thing mm-hmm. but but everywhere we find dampness on the earth there is something alive I'm talking about bacteria generally so on mars now there are places that are wet every martian spring there's water flowing on mars every spring when the sun melts the ice under the sand what if we sent the right spacecraft to Mars and found something still alive? Some Martian microbes. Would it freak too many people out? Would, Are there people who okay, just can't grasp okay, that? Astronomy always freaks people out. Right. There's a whole thing now. The Earth is flat. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk about that. Hey, hey, flat Earth people. If you're out there, I'll tell you what. Get a car, rent a car, and drive to the edge of the Earth. Send us some pictures. Yeah. Don't follow all our theories. The theory is that you can't because the walls of Antarctica, et cetera, are so high that you can't get. I've it's listened a, to we're living in a bowl, is what they're this saying. Is what the, that they can't. You couldn't actually hit it like you'd hit a wall. This is the this. Okay, is the so here's my concern. <laughs> Not that I believe this, by the yeah, way. Yeah. But the... You couldn't actually hit it. You'd like hit like a wall. Okay, so <laughs> I'm very sympathetic to that point of view, but. <laughs> What would be better is get in a spacecraft and look down. Wow. Furthermore, we should try that one day. Uh, wow. Copernicus said if you want to if you want to predict the position of objects in the night sky, uh, it's much better if you think of it as the earth going around the sun rather than the sun going around the earth. Turned out he was correct. 1543. Not bad. So uh, 1543, people, not last week. Get over it. My life has been a waste. I have failed. I do believe that the round earth people are outnumbering these flat earth The round earth people are outnumbering. But this whole idea that you can have a belief, that you can just believe something so hard, and that is every bit as valuable or valid as 
facts yeah. right or what is discoverable through the process of science is really troubling thing what made you fall in love with science i don't remember but i think it was bees yeah. i used to watch bumblebees and on the azalea bushes uh-huh. in the front yard and i was fascinated i watched them so long how long did you watch them uh, i watched them so long <laughs> that i was convinced i was seeing the same bee coming and going filling up her pollen baskets you know all the bees you see are girls that's all you see is female bees Jokes, anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Does all the work, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. you go. Right. <laughs> so, proof of something. So, a- anyway, uh, then I got stung by a bee. My mom put ammonia on it. And this bottle had the skull and crossbones. This is, uh, and I was like, you're trying to kill me. That must have been frightening for and you. And then it went away. The pain uh, abided, uh, subsided quickly. And I went, that's like magic. But it's not magic, it's science. science. Yes! Well, is that the same theory as if you... Uh, it's not really a theory. I well, mean, no, 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 a theory, but it's peeing on a on a sting. Like that the, is, uh, they say that works, I haven't tried it. <laughs> well, the, the day is young, Bill. Yeah. Uh, this would have been, uh, I mean, I don't know what sort of athlete you are or how you're... I have no equipped, kids, I'm not an athlete. Uh, or how you're equipped. But yes. this where this bee sting was would have been would have been a challenge. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Our buddy our buddy uh, Froggy can we is in say our challenge. We can say challenge. Right? Yes, oh, we can say now. challenge. Our buddy Froggy's in our Miami studio. You can see him over there. He has a question for you. What's up, Frog? Well, you know, Bill, I, I had often started to believe that with Shaq saying the world was flat, but I'm gonna guess that you are slightly more intelligent and slightly more qualified to let us know that the world is not flat and that it is in fact round. So I believe you. Okay, well, over- we're voting for you. Here's our goal in science: is you don't yes. have to take anybody's word for it. That you can run tests yourself and determine that the Earth is round. Try driving to the edge. Let's start with that. Right. Or get in a spaceship and take a look down. Like That's you said. a good one. Or right. look at the position of uh, so objects in the night sky, and right. so on. And so on. you'll find that it's much more reasonable that the Earth is round than it's right. flat. And the whole the our objective in science is to discover truths in nature that everybody can prove for him or herself. Now you can get into this deep philosophical thing. The only thing you can be certain of is that you're thinking or that you exist. But let's take it. Let's. Go a little past that. The Earth is round, everybody. Okay. Do we all all and in favor say changing aye. because aye. of humans? Aye. You all can't opposed? vote on it. Yeah, yeah, never voted. <laughs> That's just what we're talking about. If you're just turning us on, Bill it's and I, the science a, it's guy. It's not a matter of opinion. It's I like, know this is something this is provable. We're taking a vote just to be done to, to but clarify. There is peer review, so you know this is we're having the science march this weekend, and this is so hilariously funny in science march land. What do we want? Science. science science when do we want it now forever after careful peer review <laughs> okay that is hilarious that is science comedy right there bill I've nye the science uh, hold bill. on frog can you hold on one second bill nye yeah, the yeah. science guy is here his new netflix series bill nye saves the world debuts friday netflix of course it's going to be there for you how many how many uh show episodes or 13 parts? and they're all six and a half hours binge it we're gonna yeah. binge it Binge it good. I love that. It's not so, too late. You're such a learned guy, and you're so fascinating. But are there yes. still are there still things that fascinate you that make that just kind of blow you away? Well, yes. Like what blows you away? So, everybody, you and I are made of the same material as stars, and furthermore, the ratio of elements in the Earth's crust can be predicted with mathematically based on the age, size, and shape of our star, the sun. 
So you and I are at least one way that the universe knows itself. Do, 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 do. That well, freaks it, me out every day. How can we apply that to help us in our daily lives? Well, uh, if you, do you like food? Yes. Yes. So uh, that grows on the earth as a result of sunlight coming in with a little bit of primordial energy coming out of the earth, uh, the heat of the earth. And so the reason you're able to live is because the universe is 13.6 billion years old and our solar system's 4.6, something like that, four and a half. So uh, this is your part of this larger whole. And by understanding the laws of nature, you can have an extraordinary life and be on the radio every morning. And this excites you? Yes. Well, especially this morning on this radio. Of course. <laughs> but has there been anything new, any new discoveries that have, you woke up, read it, and you went, yes, this is fantastic. Yes, like, a couple of weeks ago we found three stars, that three uh, planets around a distant star that might be have surface temperatures suitable for liquid water. And what's the first thing you think of when you hear this story? Is there something alive? Mm. 40 light years away. Hey! <laughs> Yo! Uh, what are you listening to this morning? <laughs> so, I paraphrase. We um, So we know you just as Bill Nye, the science guy, but do you... You is, guys, you should see her hands. They're all She's over the place. She's shaping in the air. Yes. She shaping. is. Shaping. She's holding a sphere, of, an yes. invisible sphere. Um, but is there a, a branch of science that you just especially well, love Well, I'm, I'm of a certain age. I grew up... It's all about physics for me. So physics. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with the uh, uh, space program. I was on my knees when pe- watching black and white television when guys walked on the moon. It was amazing. So, uh, but now the thing that's going to change history or is CRISPR is this uh, gene genetic modification technology yeah. because we understand DNA. So just you guys understand that it is a remarkable thing that Charles Darwin, Alfred Russell Wallace discovered evolution without really knowing what DNA was. Mm. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, in other words, the evidence of it is uh, external or bigger. And so they now, by understanding DNA, we're going to be able to modify DNA. So if you have some issue, uh, let's say you have cerebellar ataxia and you walk uh, like you can't keep your balance, we could correct that. How do you feel about all the things that could be corrected or in someone's opinion corrected? What are the... What what about uh, the color of your skin or your? Well, you could we could that's very reasonable. You could plan that. But this this gets into the world of whether Racism? we should or not. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, we remind us from a scientific standpoint, there's really not any such thing as race. Right. It isn't. What do you mean, right? You're good. Well, you're down with that. Playing playing God. I mean, playing God, deciding things. Oh, well, I mean, I guess everybody plays God. I was going to go down the following road. Okay, go down that road. Humans have run this test billions of times. If you have somebody from from Finland who interacts with somebody from East Africa, can we say interacts? Yeah. Yes. On, yes. <laughs> yes. Or have sex with. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> do. Okay. Has a special kind of hug with. Yeah. Then <laughs> what you get is a human. That's exactly. all you get. You don't get some other new thing. You get a human. So the color of your skin and most facial features are so superficial that uh, we can show scientifically that there's no such thing as race, really. There's tribes, traditions. Mm. So we hope that in the coming decades, we all get over this. Move we, on. I wish we could faster. Why do we have to wait for the next decade? Okay, let's do it this weekend. Let's do it. Come on, <laughs> let's everybody. Take- It'll be fun. It. Once again, we take a vote. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, Froggy. Oh, no. So when, when is the first time, Bill, that you 
put baking soda and vinegar together in a volcano because that was my favorite science project as a kid. When, how old were you when you first did that and discovered how cool it was? Well, it wasn't for me. It wasn't a volcano. It was just the bubbles were cool. And then uh, if you do it in a bottle, you can inflate a balloon, which is cool. Really? Yeah. No, I'm making that. No, you can try this. <laughs> put baking soda in a bottle. Put uh, vinegar. Pour some vinegar in. Put a balloon on really quickly. And the balloon will inflate because you're wow. evolving uh, carbon dioxide gas. And what we want you to get out there, if you're making a volcano for science class with vinegar and baking soda, maybe some dishwashing soap and red food coloring to give it that orange lava f- effect. Remember, the gas that's coming out of that chemical reaction is the same gas that comes out of volcanoes, carbon dioxide. Now, volcanoes also produce hydrogen sulfide, <laughs> That's which is hilarious. But uh, just don't forget that there is a close <laughs> chemical connection. <laughs> which is, Hydrogen sulfide isn't that funny. It's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, Scary, what is your question for Bill Nye, the science well, guy? I saw all over the news yesterday that an asteroid is going to pass by Earth today and come within 100 million miles of us. Yes. What are the odds that an asteroid or something like it can actually strike us? Oh, that's they're high level. enough. So... Everybody, uh, what's your homepage? That's right, planetary.org. Right. So I'm a, I am the CEO of the Planetary Society, the world's largest non-governmental space interest organization advancing space science and exploration so that citizens everywhere will know the cosmos and our place within it. And so we are very concerned about what we call planetary defense. Finding, detecting an asteroid is, as the saying goes, looking like looking for a charcoal briquette in the dark. It's not impossible. It's difficult. So what we want to do is identify these objects and then come up with a means to deflect them. And the means to deflect them is actually pretty well understood. It is rocket science. So if you knew the thing was going to hit the Earth long enough in advance, you'd send a rocket out there, give it a tap, send a rocket out there, use its mutual gravity with your spacecraft to give it a little tug, or... blasted in space with lasers from satellites that are powered by uh, solar panels. Of course, you're in space, so there's no sound. So if you come up to the asteroid, it's more like... (laughs) Okay. And so, but you would be deflecting the asteroid by causing material to ablate or burn off the surface. So this is something we think about all the time. Is Bruce Willis in on those meetings? So you don't want to send Bruce Willis. No, we don't? (laughs) No, because if you blow it up... There's a chance you'll make things worse. That oh. you'll have if these objects, when we see science fiction movies and stuff, these objects are tumbling and they got something going on. But there, it's very many asteroids are just a very loose aggregation of separate rocks that have a tiny bit of gravity. But if you're in space for four and a half billion years, that's enough gravity to make these things that look like solid objects. They're actually like a, a sandball, a dirt clod. So watch out about exploding it. Gotcha. However, if we find it too late, that's kind of the best solution is to set off a nuclear weapon nearby. And hopefully it'll do the right thing. But, well, but tapping it and sending it off course. Giving it a tap is the way to go. And Bruce Willis is always the, the first person we call. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, you guys, it's science fiction that's based on science. And when I was a kid, nobody had a real good theory as to what happened to the ancient dinosaurs. But now everybody, the best thing is it hit by an asteroid. The Earth was hit by something. So what scares you? Is there uh, anything that really And that, that really also, you guys, you. right now, I'm a, I grew up also where people were very concerned about nuclear war. 
And uh, when I was a kid, we'd go to the elementary school hallway and, and get in the uh, brace position, yeah. waiting for flying glass to come shooting over our heads when a nuclear thermonuclear weapon was exploded. <laughs> like nearby. glass was the worst thing that could happen well, during... Well, it's, it's an issue. And yeah. so, you guys, we just don't... Don't... It's really serious. This is... Do not rattle the sabers so aggressively that you accidentally start an interaction with people that don't realize how serious it is. My um, parents were both in World War II, and it was resolved through relatively small nuclear weapons. And you can go to places in Japan where this thing went off, but you can't. It's really serious. You can't just go setting off a nuclear weapon. But we're, we're talking curtains here, basically. Yeah, we're talking very curtainish. Yeah, and then it'll be all these apocalyptic things where people in Australia are driving around trying to get gasoline, killing each other and stuff. So that that would be the best case. No, <laughs> I am. If you like to worry about things, that's a good time. Well, this so, is actually something but, we can change. We well, have we can, immediate control over this. Not easy. No, not saying it's easy. I would say that, yeah, but lately it seems like people are getting a little carried away. Uh, long traditions of diplomacy are really, they're there for for good long reasons. Fighting war is really inefficient. I mean, I know we all know this, but uh, if you ask me what I'm worried about today, worried also about. climate change. Yeah. Yes. Yep. The world is getting warmer faster than it's ever gotten warmer before ever, and we have... 7.4 billion people, pretty soon we're going to have 9 and 10 billion people, and they're all going to want to eat something and have clean water and reliable electricity, and this is serious business. So the uh, the way to address these problems is not by believing something really hard. It's through what? Science. Science. Yes! Science. yes! The thing with climate change is, one of, the, one of the aspects, is we live in a society where we want, if we do something, we want to see immediate results. This is that's something not entirely true. But a lot of people, that's the way. It's immediate gratification. We no, live in a world of that. No, it's not entirely true. And so people don't believe it. How long did it take to build the World Trade Center Memorial? Well, 15, long time. Fifteen long years. Time. Yeah. Okay, so. okay. In fifteen years, we could be eighty percent renewable in the United States. Uh, by that, I mean uh, wind, solar, some geothermal, some tidal energy. We could run the whole place for free from free electricity. If we just decided to do it and then another 15 years and another 30, 35, 40 years, we could be 100% renewable. Check out the Solutions Project. If you're out there and you bought a It's Not Magic, It's Science t-shirt, thank you. Uh, I gave we, you, thanks to you, we gave $100,000 to the Solutions Project. So these are civil engineers. These are not a bunch of hippies making stuff up. Civil engineers have done an analysis of our energy infrastructure in the United States, Canada, Mexico, and 127 other countries around the world, and we could power the whole place renewably. And this would be domestically produced energy. Wouldn't need to have a military on the other side of the war, other side of the world conducting war. We could make our energy here at home. Yes, we will not have coal mining jobs. I know. My grandfather went into World War I on a horse. He rode a horse into battle around trenches at night. And one of the reasons I'm here is he lived through it. Not everybody did. But 20 years later, nobody rode a horse into battle. Okay. Your ancestors mined coal. I know. Great. Uh, we can't mine coal anymore. 
Let's do something new and cool. Let's put up wind turbines. Let's put solar uh, photovoltaic panels on every warehouse and Walmart and superstore. And let's change the world, people. I love wind turbines. <laughs> wind turbines are cool. They are. They're fun oh, to they watch. kill birds. They hardly... If you want to kill birds, mine coal, okay? The coal effluent, the stuff that comes out of the smokestacks of coal plants is really bad for birds. But that neither here nor there. This is a solvable problem, people. Let's go. Hey, let's Michelle. Get it done. Hello. Michelle, say good morning to Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, my goodness. Good morning, Bill Nye, the science guy. This is a lovely morning. It is. Hi, Michelle. It's, I, Hello. It's, I feel like it's been too long. <laughs> What's going on, Michelle? What are, you, what are you looking at right now? Describe it. Well, um, I'm an environmental educator, and I love science. And I actually have caterpillars pupating on my desk as we speak. They're pupating as we speak? You heard them. Sexiest thing. You heard They are. I'll say. Can you put the phone up to them? Can we hear them pupate? (laughs) No, no, they're quiet. (laughs) Okay. No, I think there's evolutionary reasons to be quiet. I think if you were loud about it, you'd get... You get caught, and they get eaten. Yeah, yeah. The bird would have you. Yeah. Yeah, we would. You get swooped up real quick. But, Michelle, do you have a question? You know, I just, uh, not really. I'm just so excited to be talking to you. Uh, you have an I effect on you people. as a child, and um, I just, you know, I didn't learn to love science until I was older, but, you I mean, you really set the grounds for that. You just made it look well, so cool. thank you, so Michelle. Fun, so interesting. There is, I, it is interesting, and so are caterpillars. They are, and the kids just love that when I bring them in. So, so you bring them in, and they... Pupate, oh, right there. Right. You guys, it's very much out of it's very much out of a human experience. But insects change completely from caterpillars to butterflies. It's just nutty. I mean, you're not used to. I mean, you, a kid is born; it's got fingernails and interacts with you in human-like ways. But a caterpillar doesn't look that much like a butterfly. To Isn't me. it beautiful though? It's crazy. It's cool. Yeah. Are you still overwhelmed by the simple things like that in nature? Uh, I I don't know if I'm overwhelmed. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Furthermore, butterfly wings produce all these fabulous colors, not by magic, but by science. science. Yes, science. constructive interference no, of light waves. Butterfly life is very short. Why is that? Uh, you have to take it up with them. But it's here's the trouble. <laughs> here's the thing that's so troubling about evolution and also so cool. Yeah, is uh, everything just has to be good enough. If you're mm-hmm. a living thing, you just have to be good enough. You don't have to. This whole uh, phrase survival of the fittest we kind of misinterpret those 19th century usage of that word it means to fit in the best so if you can uh, live for a, a day and a half and lay your eggs and get them fertilized and make more butterflies that's good enough mm-hmm. that's good enough bill nye the science guy we have now questions from the non-science guy greg t greg oh, t boy. bill nye hey bill how you doing uh well now that i'm here with you greg i'm fabulous <laughs> Hey, Bill, my question is this. Why is the sky blue? That is a subtle and wonderful question. And the short answer is scattering. So scattering is a physics phenomenon uh, generally named for a guy named Rayleigh, Lord Rayleigh, Rayleigh scattering. And it goes as the fourth power of the frequency of the light. So it's the square of the square. So blue light is higher frequency, so it is scattered more strongly than red light. And so the sky is blue. So the sun's over here, but you look over there and the sky is blue because the red light is scattered uh, away from your eye. However, uh, at sunset, so much blue light is scattered so aggressively that all that's left is the red. When you go to Mars, 
It's the other way around, man. Whoa, dude. <laughs> oh, wow. It's blue, That's incredible. Blue at sunrise and sunset and red in the at midday. On so Mars. again, why is the sky blue? Because <laughs> oh, sure. okay. because the waves of light are about the same uh, distance apart. The tr- troughs and crests of the crests of the waves of light are about the same distance apart as air molecules. So- All the various constituents of air are um, the molecules are relatively small compared to the distance between them. Wow. There you have it. Okay, so Bill, listen. Um, so scientists have said for years now that California is going to break off and float away. A scientist haven't said that. That's, yeah, what? Si- can you Bond name movie. one scientist yeah. who said yeah. that? Well, I just want to know where, where cool are James we? Bond movie. Where yeah, are we on that theory? Do you really but, think California is going to float? No, you guys. Just I know that sounds charming when you draw a map, but that's not how it works. So it's California, not going to happen. No. Really. Sorry, and uh, California is. Uh, by the way, if. You, we're here in New York, and I, my sense was California's going to break up. Yeah. California is now the sixth largest economy in the world. It's bigger than France. So, uh, and this is not insignificant. There's a big deal now about states' rights. We're going to have states' rights. That's what we want. Well, watch out, uh, conservative people who are want uh, to uh, set aside environmental regulations. California is such a big economy. What if California says you can't? We're not going to buy your car unless it meets certain emission standards. We're not going to buy your goods and services unless they meet certain emission standards. Then uh, California would be running the show, and that's yeah. not what you intended, is it? No. So careful out there, people who want to get rid of regulations just because, just because. So Bill, be careful. I was wondering. But wait a minute. You bring up a very good point. Out of all the states that I'm aware of as far as reading news and about regulations, they are the most likely to pass these regulations. Oh, yeah. People in California are very concerned about the environment. They, you know what? And I love that. Well, I mean, it's just uh, the way, it's not just tradition. It's how the economy grew there on fisheries and agriculture. And then you ended up with Silicon Valley. This whole thing uh, makes a, a lot. There's a lot of, a lot of money sloshes in and out. And... When people were delineating states a long time ago, California is a huge freaking thing. I mean, it's the size of, I, I'm, okay, don't bust my chops. I'm shooting from the hip. There's six New Yorks. Something wow. Like that. wow. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful place. It's uh, so gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. The, the only thing, the drawback is all the people. Well, before you go, Bill. <laughs> no, no, I think you've asked enough questions. Oh, Thank you. I'm afraid to hear the next. Do you, do you dare hear the next question? I'm all for the all next right, okay, question. One Bring more question. On. Let's see. Well, Bill, exactly. Can you tell me what makes a double rainbow, and have you ever actually seen one? Okay, okay, yeah, okay so that's a good question. Double rainbows are not that rare. So, everybody, it has to be this mythic thing called the directed angle. Okay, I don't want to introduce a word. Uh, let's start with this. Sun has to be behind you. The rain has to be off in the distance. The sun goes from behind you into the raindrop out of the back of the raindrop, and then towards your eye. So every time that happens, it happens in double fashion. The first rainbow is purple on the inside, red on the outside. The second one's red on the inside, purple on the outside. And the two rainbows exist naturally. One day, when I was very young, I was at Haynes Point, which is in Washington, D.C., and we saw a triple rainbow. And my mother said, Bill... Don't forget this. It's a triple rainbow. And then later in physics class, I saw that you can't possibly have a triple rainbow. Wait. Conflict of my eyewitness account with the math. Turns out you can have a triple rainbow if there's another source of light. So what was happening was 
Light from behind us was hitting the distant raindrops, producing a double rainbow. Then light was bouncing off the Potomac River. Oh, wow. And bouncing into the raindrops and then into our eyes. So it was very cool. But the angle between, this is fun, the angle between the beam of light from the sun to the raindrop to your eye has to be 42 degrees, almost exactly. I think it's 42.1 degrees. So uh, it only happens when the sun is low in the sky. You just seldom see a rainbow when the sun's straight up, unless wa- light's bouncing off a uh, body of water, a lake, a pond, a happy thing. So, or the ice, uh, if you're in uh, Greenland or something. So it is cool. It's not magic. It's science. And it is, it is beautiful. Well, it's thank all you. that. I, I learned a lot today. Yes. <laughs> you really did. We all did. So um, I've seen, now you can go online because everybody's got a digital camera and you see lots of pictures of triple rainbows, but it has to do, you'll see the third rainbow is not parallel or concentric with the first two. It's very cool. And everybody has his or her own rainbow. That is to say, every observer is getting light that's going right to your eye only. So sometimes if uh, you're driving, You'll see a rainbow in the distance, and then it kind of goes away because the sunlight isn't making the right path to you. Well, to thank you. you, Bill Nye. It's all about you. It's it is all about you because we're selfish beings, and it's all about us. Well, no, it's... Or your perspective where you are. reflected through the raindrops. <laughs> I'm so excited. And by the way, thinking it's all about you, not changing the subject. Yes, sir. There's another fabulous phenomenon, which came in English is called a glory. So if you get a foggy morning... The sunlight will be bouncing off the fog droplets, uh, bounce, rather going into the fog droplets, bouncing off the backside of the fog droplets and coming to your head, to your eyes. And it looks like there's a rainbow around your head. It looks like you have a halo. Like a halo. And so this is where this myth of the halo came from. People thought it's all about me. <laughs> These raindrops, these fog droplets are all for me. It's for me so that I can have a halo. I have a glory. I must be a great person. Either that or you're living on the earth with sunlight and fog. Either one. <laughs> and so There's that. That's where this came from. It's really a fascinating thing. Wow. But it's I do have magic. A, there are days I do have a halo. <laughs> yeah, but to have they were a double ha- about that, a yeah. double a double halo yeah, would be sure just quite a, a remarkable halo, day. Sure, Bill and I, the Science Guy, the Netflix series, thirteen shows to see. Benjam, Benjam, yeah. uh, it hops out of Netflix beginning Friday. Thank you so much for it's coming. So in. much fun, you guys. Yeah, it's all Let's science. Change the world. I gotta fly. Bill and I, the Science Guy. lemonade with real lemon juice and a touch of sweetness. PepsiCo's Lemon Lemon is real lemon goodness in every sip. No artificial flavors and no artificial sweeteners. Grab a Lemon Lemon today in original, blackberry, and peach flavor. I tell you, interviewing a guy like Bill Nye the Science Guy is rough from an interviewer's point of view. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, he's the kind of interview you just kind of start and they go. You just sit back. You sit back and just watch the show. Yeah. He's, but at the same time, you just want to make sure you feel like he feels like he's, he's nourished with questions and he's feeling motivated to, he just goes. He is so smart. And I wanted to ask him, but we ran out of time. 
when you when you meet somebody like Bill Nye the Science Guy, you just assume he knows everything. You do. So I wonder if anybody ever asks him a science question that he doesn't have the information on, but he just makes up an answer because I would believe anything he told me. See? But of course you can't expect him to know everything. No. I think he thinks we're all dumb. <laughs> I think he looks at all of us and he's like, yeah, I'm the smartest one in this room. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, look, smart is is, is all, it's relative. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can have different levels of brilliance when it comes to certain things <laughs> that other people can't. There are many things you, you know that he doesn't know. Yeah, probably not. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very true. Pop culture-wise, maybe. Okay. That's fair. But you know what? Uh, interesting guy. You know, yeah. the text messages were, yes, this guy should be on every day. That would wear you out. <laughs> it would wear us out. He's so awesome, though. But he's the kind of guy I could just sit here and listen to him go on and on, and he probably could. You could probably say the word green to him, and he could go on for 17 hours yeah. about the word green and yeah. what it means. And green this way is another green than, than that way. Yeah. And he's just fascinating. People like that fascinate me my beyond fa- belief. <laughs> my favorite tweet was uh, Hannah Joe tweeted, someone's Wi-Fi in my sister's apartment complex is called Bill Y the Science Fi. Excellent. <laughs> Which I think is fabulous. He would be very, very, very intrigued with that, I'm yeah. sure. But, uh, yeah, and we have a lot we can learn from the people who are smart like that as well. Yeah. So I hope people are listening. I hope we are. Uh, all right, stuff going on. Let's get into sound. We'll start with you, Garrett. What's going on with you? All right, let's start with this. I thought this was very interesting. Can come in handy during trivia night. So do you know the voice of Woody from Toy Story is actually played uh, uh, on the doll version, the video game version, and all movie merchandise uh, stuff by Tom Hanks' brother, Jim? Not Tom Hanks. Okay, say that all again. What? So Tom Hanks' brother Jim voices all the audio f- of the character Woody, okay. which Tom Hanks plays in the movie, but on all the dolls, video games, and merchandise for Toy Story. Hey, howdy, hey. My name's Woody. A cowboy without his hat is like a, a yodel without a hey. Sounds kind of like him. It really oh, does. Oh, you found my hat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's his name? So his name's Jim Hanks. And when Tom is busy doing another movie, he go he goes to Disney go go get my brother Jim. Okay. So for the movies, oh, didn't know that. So for the movies, Tom does all the voices. So when Toy Story four comes out next year, it'll be Tom Hanks. But when Toy Story four toys come out, it'll be his brother Jim. Okay, very cool. All right. Uh, remember now you know exactly. <laughs> uh, remember the song from O Town, one of the best songs ever created, All or Nothing. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> really? It is. You guys really love this song, huh? Remember we had O-Town on, and that one, the, the uh, John Wilkes Booth, what's his name? Uh, Ashley Parker. Parker Angel. Ashley Parker Angel. <laughs> Ashley Parker Angel. <laughs> he, uh, he, he seemed like he was going to be the one that was going to like become the superstar. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so what about O-Town? They're back. New music, and this is called Empty Space. Is, is Charles Nelson Riley? I don't think No, no. No, he's a, no not Ashley there. Parker Angel. Jonathan Taylor Thomas it's is the, the It's the other four guys. He's not in it. O-Town's back. And I can't get you up out of my bed. Cause once you leave, there'll only be empty space. They sound good. Yeah. yeah. Even without Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Ashley Parker. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, uh, so this story came out last night from Sarasota Open, a tennis tournament in Florida. During the match, 
it sounded like someone was playing sex sounds off of someone's phone. And the announcer doing the match thought that too. But it turns out the couple next door to where the match was going on was just having very loud sex in the apartment complex. And you can hear it? So you huh. can hear it and oh. no one... Well, yeah, let's listen into that. Once again. Law 15. Kruger has steel phone in a deficit situation. I don't know how to put this, folks, but somebody's phone going off in the stands. No, there's someone getting off. And it was an adult video. So they think it's a phone. <laughs> I still hear it. It's still going. What is going it on? It can't be that good! No, that's not a phone. That is... Wow, they're having a crazy time next door. Do you hear that? They had to have been trying to be that loud. You know they were trying to be that loud. Yeah. No well, one's it, that loud. Wait, 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 hold on. You mean everyone isn't that loud when they're having sex? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I All love right. the, the the commentator, though, being a great play-by-play guy. He pauses for the action and then comments after the action slows down. Yeah, well, there you go. Can you imagine play-by-play? Oh, yeah. For the sex? Oh, yeah. There he goes. All right, well. He's in there. Going for it. <laughs> Love 13. All right, well, thank you. You're a good American, thank Garrett. You. And there's your sound. Hey, Scary, do you have any around-the-room music? Yeah, I do. Okay, where might it that got, be? It got overwritten, my man. Here my man. My, did you call me my man? <laughs> my man. It got overwritten. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right. I'm his man. Uh, we'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind today? I need to give a shout-out to Stella, who did my mammography yesterday. You know, it's that time of year to go in for your mammography. So she... Let me tell you something. These women are amazing. She finds a way to get your whole boob in that machine. Now, look, my boob is a lot bigger than some boobs. So I said to her, how the hell do you get a smaller boob in this machine? And her answer was, I can get a guy's boob in this machine because it's that important to check for breast cancer. And it's just amazing how they do it. So this is just a reminder that even if you're a guy... You should make sure you're checking. You got to stretch cancer. it in there. You yeah. got—I don't know how she stretches it in there, but you might have reason to stretch. <laughs> it's a good reason to stretch. It is a good reason. Hey, uh, what about you, Bethany? When's uh, the last time they stretched your boob into a mammography? Machine? Actually, I've never gotten a mammogram before. Oh. Well, you're supposed to do it when you're like 40, right? It depends. Depends on you know. So what's on your mind today? That yet. So um, anyway, I am just now obsessed with with turkey meatloaf, and this is all your fault because. If, if you're listening and you're like me, you're highly susceptible to suggestion. Elvis, you were talking about meatloaf like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and now I make it every single week. And I have meatloaf for lunch, <laughs> meatloaf for days, and it's your fault. I think that's a fabulous thing. I think I'm, uh, that's a very good thing I've done for you. It, it Well, yes. It's, I mean, it's a great thing. I'm excited about the meatloaf. But, like, I am this type of person, and I know I'm not the only one, where you watch a commercial once, and you're like, oh, I need that thing. Oh, now I want that thing. Well, you know, I this am morning, that person. This morning we were talking about Pringles, and I know that the sales of Pringles have skyrocketed here totally. in New York City. Yeah, and absolutely. Everywhere. Uh, scary, what's up with you? My Aunt Millie is in her 90s, and she lives alone. And on Easter, I got to sit down, and we had a great conversation. And then my mother comes to me afterwards and said, Anthony, your Aunt Millie, she hasn't spoken so much in so long. It was great that you stimulated her with all this information and all these. So, so my point is, if you have a senior member of your family, spend some time with them. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna make regular trips to see my aunt Millie and just have co- weekly conversations. Aww, it's great, that's scary. Really scary. You know that? That's the most important thing that you've suggested today. I think that's fabulous. We love Aunt Millie. I lo- the thought of you stimulating your aunt Millie. Oh come on! Sort of interesting. She's 90. 
but you can still stimulate her. That's great. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that. No, no, of course. No, I think that's great, though. Shit, so many stories from me. We automatically think that because someone is older than us, they're set in their ways and they are set in life and they're totally fine. No, they get lonely and they still want to talk. They still want to think and dream and and strategize. They want to share stories from the past with you. Exactly. So be a part of that. Great, great suggestion. All right, so let's get into the Danielle report. What's up, Danielle? All right, sources are now saying that The Rock and Vin Diesel have patched up their differences and they will do another Fast and Furious movie together. Uh, It appears they were fighting over who got to be seen as the bigger star, which is kind of ridiculous because in my mind they're kind of equal you know what i mean you think yeah i think so so anyway everything is good harry Styles says i don't care if taylor swift writes songs about my fling it's just part of the process and she got a good song out of it so we're all good and i'm not sure how i feel about this a new prince ep called deliverance is hitting itunes on friday it has six songs on it the songs were recorded between 2006 and 2008 so obviously he did not release them for a reason so i'm not sure if he really wants them out there and he can't really tell us right now well maybe he can but you know what I mean. Can we get someone to call him? <laughs> he should. <laughs> and early, earlier this month, somebody in Drake's entourage, this is scary, caught a 24-year-old woman in his home. She broke in. She was in his bedroom. And when the police arrived, she said, oh, yeah, it's fine. Drake is so cool. He knows I'm here. Obviously, he did not. And then the only thing she stole was a Pepsi, some Sprite, and Fiji water. But she still got charged with felony burglary because she still stole something. Tonight on television, you've got The Magicians, Fargo, also The Comedy Jam, Survivors On, Designated Survivor, and Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. Thank you, Danielle. What's hot right now on ElvisDuran.com? Here's webgirl Kathleen. In case you missed it yesterday, we had our good friends Bobby Brown and Charlemagne the God in studio to talk about their new books. If you want to check that out, both of the interviews are on the homepage. And all of our childhood dreams came true when Bill and I stopped by today. If you missed the interview, the video and the pics will be up later, so check back for that. Get all this and more at ElvisDuran.com. ElvisDuran.com. I have a pen, I have an apple, uh, apple pen, I have a pen, I have pineapple, uh, pineapple pen, apple pen, pineapple pen, uh, pineapple, apple pen. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, Danielle, earlier you were talking about going in for your mammogram yesterday. Yes. Everyone I've ever talked to who's had a mammogram says it is probably one of the most uncomfortable things you go through in life. It's not a fun process, but... Uh, it has to be done. Good. You know, and you have to, you know, just... I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not the most comfortable thing in the world. Giving birth or mammogram, which is more painful? Uh, I said giving birth. <laughs> I, well, the drugs were good with giving birth. You don't get drugs for the mammogram. Maybe they should give you drugs. They should. Maybe they should. So, Bethany, you haven't had a mammogram yet. No. Right. Not. Because I've always heard that you do that at, like, age 40. But I, the, I mean, I do self-exams, yeah. but I've never done a mammogram. The thing that... I mean, I don't know. I think it depends on everybody's, you know, health and whatever. But my babysitter was 20-something, and she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Right. Mm. So, and I 
sat there when the doctor originally said it's probably nothing, but we're going to do a mammogram just to be safe, and we're going to do a biopsy just to be safe, and it turned out that it was something, which is scares the bejesus out of me. So right after that, I was like, oh, I think I, I, well, I think I want to get one, and then we started doing them. So have you ever had a biopsy done twice? Oof! Because after breastfeeding two kids, there was a little bit of milk stuff, whatever, and it all was from the breastfeeding, but. You have to check to be sure. Yeah. So um, what makes you, like if someone's listening right now, they're, mm-hmm. they're 25 years old. Yeah. What's keeping them from going in to get a mammogram? I think, I'm not sure your insurance is always going to cover it, which is something. And I think it also depends on your, um, you know, your back, your, your health and your family. Like if, if, if it's, some, if other people in your family have had breast cancer, then it's more likely they want you to check earlier on. So, there you go. But you, you should, should still yeah. check yourself. Because I found a lump yeah. during a self-exam and had to get a biopsy. And if and if you don't know how to do a self-exam, you can go online. There's tons of things. We've done those on our show. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. For the guys, too. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, typically, you know, in, in the early days, I would offer up my services to exam, yes. Yes, you examine do. you. you you're, very, you're very giving that <laughs> way. And H&R, like, could you stop feeling the testicles of your employees? I'm like, yes. okay. Yeah. Fine. I'm, I'm very lucky because I go to the, the same that person. That was before you came here, uh, Nate, so you're okay. Sorry, I missed it. Your testicles are safe. What, have you felt them? I No. I go to the same lady every year. Her name is Stella, and she's amazing. She's very gentle. She tells you exactly what she's doing, and now they have 3D. She's gentle with your testicles? Yes. She's, they have this 3D <laughs> system, which is, I mean, the imaging that they get nowadays is even better than before. I got Vicky uh, on the line. She's 23 years old, and she had a, a mammogram nine years ago. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. why'd you start so early, Vicky? Um, actually, I'm, right now, I'm 43, and oh, 43. I was diagnosed I was diagnosed at 33. Gotcha. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm getting our line numbers and our ages of callers mixed <laughs> yeah. up. So you were diagnosed with breast cancer at 33 years yes. old? Yes, I was. Wow. Wow. Um, I was, um, my, my doctor, luckily, was always encouraging of doing self-breast exams. Um, if he, for one straight month, he would encourage his patients to check every single day so you know what your breasts are supposed to feel like. So if you feel something new or something different, you will notice it. Um, I had gone for two different mammograms. He actually called me his lumpy, bumpy boob patient because I was very fibrocystic in my breast. Mm-hmm. And the third time I felt something new, he said, all right, let's get you checked again. And that was the time it turned out to be breast cancer. Look at that. Um, And it's all because you were set up. You were set up earlier with a great doctor that taught you that self-examination is a very important thing. Yeah. Yes. And one of the reasons I feel so strongly about this is there's a lot of women I talk to that will tell me I'm not checking my own breasts. They're yours. They're yours to take care of. They're yours to to protect and you have to check them. Mm-hmm. You have to know. And then I have women that'll say, oh, well, I feel this lump and my doctor says it's no big deal. But be your own best advocate. If your doctor won't encourage you to get it checked, go to another doctor, get a second opinion. Yeah, a second opinion is always lucky. important. Yeah. I was lucky to have a doctor that was very proactive when it came to breast exams. And thank God. Yeah. I mean, so at what age yeah. do you think self-examination should begin? I think as soon as, if you're getting a training bra, you should be checking your breath. Yep. Oh, it's, it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just now starting with my training bra. Congratulations. But you know what? I actually know, I was saying one earlier, I know two guys who had breast cancer. 
two guys who, and, and so guys just don't think in, the, in a million years they would ever have to deal with it because it's just not as well known as breast cancer in women. But yeah, and yeah. they both discovered it on their own. But I think they were getting a massage or something, wow. and and someone felt something on the side of their boobs, their breast, yeah, their, their right. man boobs. You want to look all the way into like the underarm area. Right. Absolutely. Look, I'm, I'm not saying this is the most fun, festive conversation ever, but, you know, listen to what Vicky's saying. Vicky, yeah. I think your, your message is heard loud and clear. You, you shouldn't wait. You should be the one who takes takes uh, the initiative here. Don't wait for a doctor to tell you nope. to do it, right? Nope. Exactly. Exactly. And it, and it doesn't discriminate against age and race and whatever. It's, you know, it can come to anybody and any age. Like, I was shocked when my babysitter walked in at 20-something and announced to us that she had breast cancer. I wow. couldn't believe it. Thank you, Vicky. Scary. Yeah. You need to do some self-examination. After this conversation, now, I think I'm going to. Now, have you, have you done a testicular uh, checking? That I have done, yes. Because Dr. Oz taught us on the air. And as soon yes, as he, he did. did he I'm did. Like, yeah, he did. And I, and I actually did that that day. It just seems weird. Like, what did you do last night? Well, you know, I just... <laughs> Built my testicles. <laughs> so you put that in your day planner? Like, got it? Check, well, no, check but you know Maybe what? you should. If you put it as a monthly reminder, you'll do it every month and stay on top of it. And this is one of those things. You, you can just keep it to yourself. You don't have to share it with the world. No. You don't have to tweet about oh, it. Oh, no, you got to put that on Facebook. <laughs> no, you, you don't do have to. They say do it in your shower. Yes. It's the easiest thing. That's the place. One more call from Jennifer, then we got to move forward. Thank you, Scary. Thanks for punctuating that. <laughs> Hi, Jennifer. Hi, how are you? Doing very well. So uh, you're finishing up treatment for breast cancer? And yeah, you found out through a mammogram. How old were you when you found out? 38. Wow. Yeah. Right? Almost one year ago. April 26th last year. Wow. So how are you now? You said you're finishing up treatment. So what's next? Um, I had chemo first to shrink the tumor because it was pretty big. And then I had surgery. And I have to finish because of my receptors were positive for her too. I still don't know what all of it means, but um, I have to do one year of a um, certain drug, and then I take estrogen blockers because it was estrogen positive as well. Um, but right now, I am no evidence of disease, so yeah, Wonderful. Yay, thank goodness. Well, Wonderful. Good. And thanks for encouraging yeah. others to go get those mammograms when yeah. it's time to do, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Self-examination. Yep. Now, do you wish you would have uh, done more self-examination earlier just to start to Absolutely. get- Absolutely. Yeah, to and get to know your body? And don't be afraid to- if you know, if you do feel something, go and have it checked. Don't ignore it because that is partly what I did until it got big enough to where I was like, you know what? Maybe I should get that checked well, out. Thank God you so, finally yeah, did it. All right, you. Jennifer, yeah. thank you. Very encouraging. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Have a great day. You, you too. too. And there you have it. Yeah. All it's, right. Yeah, you got to do it. It's not dirty. It's not embarrassing. No. You just do it by yourself, and you have to. So the mammogram itself, they just crush your boob against a, a glass? No, it's put, they, they it's suck stretched it into a and put into cup. a machine, and then the machine is they stretch it. squished down. Squeeze it down. Like an Squeeze udder. Squeeze it down, yeah, like an udder. It really is like that. And then I look down, and I go, damn, I can stretch far. <laughs> she goes, don't you worry. I'm going to get them in there. I love using the word teats. <laughs> That's what it's like, though. <laughs> we stretch your teats. <laughs> it has to be done. doesn't matter. Excellent. I'm glad we talked about it. All right, yeah. your phone tap coming up next. Elvis Duran. I had done Elvis before. In the morning show. Okay, so what's thin and crispy and sounds as good as it tastes? The newest chip from Ritz, Ritz Crisp and Thins. They're amazing. If you like potato chips, you'll love these. They're oven-baked, not fried. Perfect for hanging out with your friends. Ritz Crisp and Thins. You have got to try them. Way back Wednesday. 
Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Danielle, what's it all about? All right, Annette emailed us and wanted us to phone tap her husband, Ralph. He owns Columbo's Market, and she wants us to call him and complain about the food, and he takes a lot of pride in his Ralphie Boy special, so we're going to tell him it stinks. Here we go. Hi, this is Ralph speaking. How can I help you? Yeah, hi, Ralph. This is Michelle. I was in there the other day, and I ordered your Ralphie Boy special. Uh-huh. And the prosciutto tastes like crap because it tastes like you got it out of the garbage dump. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Wait, I'm going to call you and lie to you? No, I, I just never had a complaint about my prosciutto. It cost me eleven ninety-five a pound, so it's, it's hard to believe that prosciutto parma would taste like like you're saying. It does. I don't care what it costs you. It costs me a stomachache. I have to tell you, I haven't had one complaint about a Ralphie boy. If you come in, I'll make you anything you want on the house. Well, if you ate would you try it again? Excuse me? If you ate would you try it again? Well, first of all, I would never call someplace and tell them that they made Well, I, I'm sorry, but I'm being honest with you. I just got to call you up, and I never had such crap food before. Well, I have to. I'm, I apologize, but I have to tell you, I've never had one complaint about that sandwich. Well, I, I had to take two days off work because my stomach hurt so bad. You know, and it's it's a big piece of prosciutto. Other people are eating it. Nobody's <laughs> called me to say that they've gotten sick. You're working in such a dump anyway. Maybe you don't take care of the food and the plates, and there's no well, refrigeration. Well, I'm sorry. Now, now I have to. Now I have to take offense because I feed a lot of people here every day, and nobody calls me and says that my food is <laughs> except for you. You definitely got a bad a bad uh, prosciutto. Well, Michelle, I've been eating all week. I'm not sick. I'm never eating in your piece of place again. Oh my God. You know, you want to call this a piece of place, but I'm telling you, nobody's called me to tell me anything. Don't like get that. smart with me, Jackass. I'm not, sweetie. I feel like you're getting smart with me. No, I'm just telling you how it is. <sighs> I'm just being honest. You, now you pissed me off. Oh, please. Okay? Now you pissed me off. I want to make this right for you. If you want to make it right, fine. Otherwise, don't come here and eat no more. I ain't coming here and eating no God. Columbo's Market, Ralph speaking. Yeah, Ralph, what the hell? You can't talk to me like a man? You I'm gotta trying to up? talk to you like a man. You're yelling at me. You're yelling at me, and I'm telling you that my food is good. I don't get nobody sick. So I don't know where you, what you ate with your prosciutto sandwich or what else you did, you know, and I'm not trying to be nasty. I was trying to be nice to you. You call my business a piece of and that's not right. I wouldn't do that no matter what you did to me. I have a woman that comes in every day and eats that sandwich. And when she comes in today, I'm going to ask her how it was yesterday. Maybe she's got a like a death wish or something. No, maybe you do. Okay? Because if I, and if I had a complaint about some place, I would go there and I would allow that person the opportunity to make it right for me. If I go there, I'll wind up smacking you in the face. I wish you would come here and smack me in the face. I really wish you would. Oh, please. What, were you going to do, hit me back? No, I'm going to stand there with my hands behind my back and watch it, Watch all the other people watch you make a fool of yourself. <laughs> I get a, I got a, a sparkling inspection from the health department. They check all my food. Everything I have here is good. Maybe you paid them off. Uh, maybe you, maybe. <laughs> you know what? I don't have time for you, miss. Prosciutto weigh 35 pounds. You didn't eat 35 pounds of prosciutto, so somebody else ate that prosciutto and didn't get sick. <laughs> And the mutts. How do I know the fresh mutts wasn't crap? Because I make it every day by hand. Your hands are so great that they make good mutts? Hey, you know what, sweetie? Don't call me back anymore because we're going to just keep hanging up on you. Hey. What? You're goofy. Yeah, all right, I'm goofy. Right? And you're Cinderella. Yeah, I am. Yeah. And who's the goofy-looking person that works in the store with you, that lady? You really got a lot of balls staying that on the phone. I really wish you'd come in and say it in person. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to hit a girl? No, I just want to see who this jerk is that's talking like that. Hey, I, I, the jerk is talking. That's you. Yeah, all right. Listen, have a nice day, okay? I just tasted the brujute to make sure that I didn't get sick. 
Oh, now you're being a smart ass. No, I did. I came up here, I tasted the bijoux and the mozzarella, and they're both fine. Uh-huh. Well, they taste fine, but wait till you're in the bathroom later on. Why don't you come here? You can watch me go. You make chicken parm? What? You make chicken parm? Yeah. Because uh, Elvis Duran in the morning show would really love some chicken parm. Annette, did you have somebody do this? I'll kill you. I got to take freaking Viagra for I mean, Xanax for this now. You did this? I'm going to kill my wife now. <laughs> You've just been phone tapped. On Holy <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm shaking like a leaf over here. She phone tapped me. This is Danielle Monero. Are you married? Yes, I am. Because I'm going to be looking for a new wife after today. Elvis Duran phone tap. Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Let's talk about going to the post office. Oh, okay. I, mean, I can't think of a better thing to talk about. Other than the fact that our interview with Charlemagne and Bobby Brown, complete interviews are up and running at ElvisDuran.com. Mm-hmm. Stamps.com. Never have to go to the post office ever again. And i tell you why. You do all your postage work from your desk. It's pretty simple. You can weigh your packages. Let's say you're in the business, like where you do a mail order business. You can weigh your packages that are being sent out, have them all printed up on your printer, slap them on your boxes. The postman comes by, takes them away. You never have to go to the post office again. You're going to miss the post office, but not really. Go every once in a while just to wave and say hi. Listen to what I'm going to do for you. Go to stamps.com and click on the microphone and type in Elvis. I'll give you a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. You can actually calculate your own postage, send all this stuff out, in the best class of mail needed for your needs. No need to have an expensive postage meter. Try it out. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone, type in Elvis. Stamps.com, enter the code Elvis. Stamps.com. If you're craving that perfect touch of creaminess in your coffee, look no further than Coffee Toppers Cold Foam with five irresistible flavors like very vanilla, melty mocha, and marshmallow. You can elevate your coffee experience by adding a deliciously foamy layer to your favorite brew, hot or cold. Each can tops up to 20 cups of coffee. That's great value. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com, find it at your closest retail location, or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's coffeetoppersfoam.com. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure AdventureMission.org. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.